0: feeds all day long, but song
1: is there to say when he's wrong, they've got the feud that just won't quit, and Melissa's the one who has to deal with their sh**, they LSD, they don't do it for free, while you're living your life they're watching TV, they the LSD, they do it for you. And soon you'll be watching them too. Hello everyone and welcome to the roundtable podcast for Big Brother 22. I'm your host Aaron Armstrong and with me today is Brent. How you doing Brent?
0: Do good it Got nothing for you.
1: <laughs> Got nothing for me. Also with me is Melissa. How you doing Melissa?
2: I'm doing fine but I also have nothing for you. <laughs> i don't have anything clever <laughs> i got
1: none of the fixins right now um Nothing. we are here to talk about everything that's been happening on the big brother 22 live feeds this week and we'll also be rating the players based on their performance in the game with a one to ten rating scale the best kind of rating scale um none of that one to five nonsense uh, so um, we are going to be doing that. I, I sent out a survey earlier today um, on Twitter at Armstrong that you can fill out. If you want to contribute to the ratings, we'll be going over the audience ratings as well as some other questions that I had for the audience. But in the meantime, let's talk about the week. Get, get everyone caught up to speed here with what's been happening. Danny. Was the HOH. She won the HOH. She has the HOH. She probably shouldn't have won the HOH. Probably shouldn't have the HOH. Um, I was noticing. so I, I saw somebody say the other day that uh has danny ever had a good hoh because uh they tend to end in disaster in her big I, I i'm thinking back to eric stein i'm thinking back to um you know any time during big brother 13 um like uh just none of them have really worked out that well for her
0: yes Exactly. I uh, couldn't tell you. So uh, this is part for the course here. I see the chat uh, is going crazy because I showed my 10 paddle. I've always had the 10 paddle. I've 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 showed because for those of you listening to the audio version, when Terrence said one to 10, I showed, you know, one to 10 with both my paddles. But uh, that doesn't necessarily mean I'm giving out a 10 tonight. It just means that uh, that's what the 10 paddle looks like if it ever comes out. But uh, no, I think the Danny overall uh, has had a pretty miserable week. And uh, it's incredulous to me that uh, she thinks she's as good off as she is uh, because I still think there's some people that are coming for her, whether they're telling her that or not.
1: Yeah, uh, just to, to run through this very quickly for you. She nominates David and Kevin with David as the target. She wants David to go home. She even starts campaigning for it early. Um Then, David uses his disruptor power to take himself off the block and remain safe for the week. Okay, so, backup plan. She puts up Tyler, but only as a pawn. She wants Kevin to go home, with Tyler on the block. Then, Devon wins the veto. Everyone tries to convince her not to use it, but she does anyway. Saves Kevin. And now Danny needs to put a fourth person on the block. She chooses Ian and now wants Ian gone, uh, with Ian as the target. And it is looking like as of basically since Ian was put on the block, Ian will be going home tomorrow night. Uh, this is a Wednesday by the way. So we are a lot closer to the eviction than we normally are. Um, so we can probably be a little more sure of where this vote will be going. Um, But that's the week for Danny, And it's a rough one. Um, Multiple target changes putting up so many different people. And she's been so concerned with all of this that she has been sketching out her own alliance and she's being left out of uh, a lot of future plans because this has been an important week for those future plans in the committee here, Melissa.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's it's really unfortunate that this is kind of the way the week has gone. I feel like when Danny won HOH, and even like a little bit before that, I was getting, I was starting to get behind Danny and be like, okay, like she seems actually pretty self aware. I mean, if you see like clips of her on feeds where she's talking about like, you know, whether she's liked or whether the people she's aligned with are liked, you start to realize that like, okay, she kind of gets it. Like she understands that like, yeah, they're kind of steamrolling. They're in this majority alliance. They're not fun to watch. And I like the fact that she's like, look, like, I don't really care because I'm here to play. And I feel like Danny in the diary room is the kind of like player that I want to see. Like if, if Nicole would just do that, I could really get behind Nicole's game just because it feels like they're playing sort of similar villainy games. And yet Nicole won't own that, but it seems like Danny will own that. And so I was really starting to get behind her. Um, even like, you know, talking with my mom about it during the episode, like, okay, like I'm, I'm starting to root for Danny here. And then this week happens. And I just feel like when she won HOH, I was very excited. Cause I thought, you know, Danny's been saying that she's going to make a big move all along. Like, this is it. Now's the time. And I, she did, but then she kind of backed off on it. And I feel like that's the worst kind of big move you can make. It's like you either make the big move and like just go full throttle, make that move or you make a safe move and it's disappointing. Now she's made the big move and then been like just getting everybody like let's all like work together still. It's like no, like you think Tyler's actually going to like trust you from now on? You put him on the block. He's potentially going home. Like do you think Nicole is going to feel as close to you because she clearly Danny clearly chose to let Nicole's ally go versus Cody's ally go. It's just like so many things went wrong here. When it could have gone so right, and it's disappointing.
1: Yeah, you know she she talked about how Tyler's the kind of player you you can't you, you don't swing at him uh, unless you're sure you can hit him. Because if you swing, you can't miss. And then um, she
2: purposely misses, like right, she's like well, now backing off on it, being I like, "Well, I don't want to get Tyler out." I
1: feel like what happened was um, she was like up at bat, right? She's like uh, she's ready to go, and she's like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna swing and I'm gonna hit." Um, and then David tripped her with this disruptor power. And she was like, whoa. And then by instinct, she was like, she swung. Uh, and then she was like, oh, crap.
2: Like, I, didn't I didn't mean swing. to swing. What are you
1: talking about? I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I didn't even mean to. That was definitely, I did not swing. I right, that was not they the swing. At,
0: they, they look at the first base coach or the first base umpire. And they're like, did, did she swing? Did she swing? It was over the plate, right? She swung. Yeah, that's what happened. Uh, look, a sports reference from me. Yay. Uh, so, uh, no, I, I, I I don't understand this. I think that she should have gotten out Tyler. And the reason being because I think Tyler's coming for her, but of course she doesn't know that, but you don't need, you don't even have to know that to know that you need to get out Tyler. If you put him on the block. Mm-hmm. Now the problem, Melissa too, is that it didn't go down the way she wanted. If she, if it went down the way she wanted, which was to put two bonds up on the block and then see how the veto plays out. And then if he doesn't win the veto, then get rid of him. I think that would have worked. But the way it went was she had to name something on the spot. She's like, I don't know what to do. She didn't do what she probably needed to do, which was put on up. That's what she probably needed to do is put Devon up or maybe put Enzo up. If, she, if you don't want to touch your alliance members, you have to put one of those two people up. Even if you don't want to, a power was used. It sucks. I got I to gotta put one of you up. And then see how the veto plays out. Then if the veto plays out the way you want it to and the right person gets it, like let's say Devon wins the veto. Now you have an opportunity to get Tyler. It's your decision. You get to think about it. You get to stew about it. You get to line the votes up. Fine. But the way it happened was she had to put him up and then live with the uncertainty for a day and a half that he might win the veto. And in that time she had to talk to him and to be like, Oh no, sorry. Like, I, I mean, like I didn't mean to do this. And but then I feel like, like, yeah. even
2: in that situation, that's okay. Like, I feel like it's like, it's not ideal, obviously like this is not great, but like, okay, worst case scenario, like, she kind of like panics, puts Tyler up on the block is like, oh, well, we'll just have to see how the veto plays out. I absolutely get, understand like going to Tyler and being like, no, 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 I don't want to get you out. I just like I didn't know who else to put up whatever she wants to say. And then that way, if he wins the veto, you know, maybe, OK, that sucked. But at least I talked to him and told him he wasn't the target, but he didn't win the veto. So it's like, OK, well, that's best case scenario, because the problem with putting him up before veto is he can play in the veto and it's not a backdoor. But now that he didn't win the veto, the next move is like, okay, now we get him out. But I feel like now she's not, she doesn't even want that. She's like, is now going back on that. And it now, even if, even if Ian stays, it like looks bad because it just is like, she's, I want to get Tyler out. I don't want to get Tyler out. I want to get Ian out. I don't want to get Ian out. It's just like, you got to pick a target and stick to it because otherwise people are going to be like, okay, is she going to turn on me next?
1: Well, I, I think the, the real problem here is that she was never going to backdoor Tyler. The reason being, she was going to ask Cody first and he was always going to say no. Yeah, what's her
2: daddy say? So stupid. And
1: she was always do your own thing. She was always not going to do it because of Cody. Um, so the only reason Tyler's on the block at all is because she had to make a decision on the spot without the input from cody um and so it it really did put her in this spot where like i do i did i did a thing without cody's permission um and now cody's the one that has to reel it back and find another option um to uh to 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 change this up to make sure that the outcome you know goes according to what he wants i feel Um, like i
2: wish i could be in the house and talk to Cody and Tyler, and see like what the heck everyone sees in these guys. Thank like, you. They're fine. They're fine. But it seems like they're always able to just like convince people of anything. And I just like, I want to see it. I want to sit there and talk to them. And so I can fully understand it. Cause at this point, I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, why is it that Tyler convinces everyone that he is on their side? He wants to work with them. Why is it that Cody like convinces everyone that uh, the same thing that he's on their side? It's just, it's, it's very strange to me. Like, that Danny is so reliant on Cody when it's I thought this whole at all. time that Nicole and Danny were the closest for Danny. I thought Nicole and Cody were the closest for Nicole, but I thought that at least for Danny, it was Nicole and Danny. But really, it's not. And Melissa I mean, is like
1: asking for the mist right now.
2: I, I, wa- I want to see the mist. I want you to want, understand you want to be it. Misted. I want to yeah. be missed just so that I can understand it and I can be a better podcaster.
0: Yeah, well, look, I mean like this this isn't a, no, no tea from for me about Danny, but this is how she's always been, right? Like she's always had to have A man uh, tell her what to do or have some input from him in all three of her Big Brother careers so far, and it holds true here again. Now I realize on Big Brother thirteen that she met her husband on Big Brother thirteen. Of course, he wasn't her husband at the time. I would also say she uh, was
1: more of the more of the dominant one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nevertheless, so bad. I'm so sorry. I know. Um, She she needs male energy in her life, and like it, it, it's just. I called this the other night on the podcast, but it like I saw. Oh, this. Wretched clip of her and Cody in the HOH room, and she was just ridiculous. Like, it was uncomfortable to watch Karen that she was just uh, telling him, you know, don't leave. I want to talk to you. Like, come on, stay. I want to strategize. I want to talk to you. Come on. And this went on for like five minutes, and she was not cocktailed, okay? Like, that was the real Danny. You know, I don't oh, think I mean, she, she was tipsy. Uh, I didn't think so. Oh, she was,
1: so. she was like, she was pretty, she, she was Yeah, I mean, there's no All night long. Yeah. My
0: wife. I thought she, her faculties were fully there. She was using the fact that she had had a few as a, a cover for the fact that she wanted to flirt with Cody. That's how I saw it.
2: I hate to say it, but like, I like can't say anything bad about it because I absolutely could see myself like talking like that i be like don't leave the room oh, I don't want to be you alone too. well uh, I mean I'm just saying like I could well, see myself saying that like, if, <laughs> I get really annoying when I get drunk so I mean like that's I, fine I didn't think she yeah. was drunk
0: the, here's the thing I don't understand what it is about these cis white straight males that these guys somehow get everything they want I look I understand that Cody is pretty but after a couple days Danny I would think that you would start to think for yourself and it just, it's never happened. Like, I mean, usually when you meet somebody, and you hang out with them, you start to see all their flaws. And like, they're not just like some, you know, perfect guy or perfect girl anymore. Like that you, you see everything that's right behind them. But she's, she, she doesn't want to know that about Cody. She's just like, she's fine taking orders from him. Taryn, you called it on, I think on the update, when you were like, you know, it was the mom and dad and Cody's the mom, the Christmas in Memphis or the dad. Um, I don't know. Maybe he's the mom and the daddy. I don't know. <laughs>
1: I, I Cody has this quality about him where when people get mad at him, he uh he he he's he disarms it like he he's he like he'll smile and like he'll be like he'll like joke right back. Like that's the way he yeah. gets out of trouble every time with these, with these people. Um, and it's, it's very effective um, it, with, uh, I mean, it's he, look, he did the same thing in, in 16 um, with, with both men and women. Um, he's, he's just like, he's a very charming guy, I guess. It's, it's no, I mean, yeah. I saw
2: that same thing that you were saying, like when someone's mad at him, he makes a joke or like kind of lightens the mood. And I saw him do that with Tyler when, Uh, Tyler was upset that Cody didn't let him know that Danny had told Nicole about the alliance and like Tyler goes to Cody like why didn't you say anything and Cody was like oh my bad man like oh geez and like Tyler started laughing and they kind of just like joked about how awkward it is when like Tyler I feel like went into that meeting like okay this like was not cool because I just got put in a bad position because all you guys didn't tell me and Cody just like you know was able to just like skirt around it and turn it into like a fun, funny moment, which is, I mean, that's really impressive. You, I have to give it to him.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, well, I did ask the audience. Speaking of Danny's Hoh, uh, we've got some questions here that are relevant to the conversation. Uh, I asked the audience strategically who should Danny have targeted this week for her game, and uh, this is uh, this is one of the most overwhelming responses I think we've uh, we've gotten in a while, at least. Sixty five percent of the audience says. Tyler should have been the target, Um, which I actually am like not a thousand percent on. It's like in terms of like the beginning of the week, um, I kind of feel like uh, she was on the right track in terms of where her targets were. Um, I don't think she ever had the votes to get rid of Tyler. I think that I think that if she was able to get rid of Tyler successfully um, without blowing her spot up, then yes, getting out Tyler would have been great. But I don't know that she was ever going to be able to do that successfully. Um, I I think there were some routes that she could have taken. Uh, She could have really tried to strong arm Cody. She could have really um, tried to leverage Day and and, and David and Kevin and tried to force this on the group. Um, And... Like, I think that could have worked if she'd done it straight away. But uh, but I think, again, we she did this sort of half measure, um, which ended up being worst of both worlds. Um, So I don't I don't I don't think it's like 65 percent like she she had to target Tyler. But um, I do think it would have been good for her to get Tyler out. She just needed to do it in the right way. And she didn't do either of those things. She didn't go after Tyler properly and didn't do it in the right way.
0: Yeah, but Melissa makes a good point because like this worked out in a really great way. You know, yeah, she has to say this stuff to Tyler ahead of time. You know, before the veto plays out, but then the best possible thing happens. Davon wins the veto. You know she's probably going to use it on her friend Kevin. That's going to allow me, as Danny, to put up somebody, the perfect pawn, the actual perfect pawn, the ultimate pawn, to sit on the block next to Tyler and send him home. His name is Enzo. She knew that, but she decided to go after Ian instead.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I I think I think there's an argument to be made there. Um, I think if she puts up Enzo, Cody said like he he'd be done with like he'd be pissed. Memphis would have been. Where's pissed. Where's
0: he gonna go? Where's he gonna Christmas go? Christmas
1: would have been pissed. Where's what he you gonna mean? go? All of those people would have been pissed. Enzo staying, Enzo would have been pissed. All of those people, uh, it probably would have split the house, um, and it would have been Danny and honestly i think i think even nicole probably jumps ship from danny to stick with cody so it's probably danny day david and kevin versus uh versus the other six right
0: and nicole like they'd see where an hoh fell first and then they'd split
1: i mean i don't think i don't think nicole would like uh straight target danny right away but i right. think that nicole would not jump ship from cody to join uh you know david and kevin and danny um
0: I feel like she had an out with the whole power thing. Like, like sorry, a power was used. I wanted David gone. Then the visa got used. And now uh, Kevin came down. I, I, I ha- I'm running out of people to put up. I, I, there's only two people that aren't in my alliance. I have to put up one of them, Cody. I'm sorry. And at that point, Cody can't reveal everything to her. Like, he can't reveal what he truly wants. He can't say, like, I have a final two with Enzo. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, like, he, he can't say that. Like, I feel like she gets away with it if she puts up Enzo Terrence
1: i really I really don't think so i mean the the way that they were talking prior to it, the fact that she even considered putting up Enzo has already getting people to turn on her um if she had actually done it uh like I said, I think it splits the house I really do I think that um I think thatphis
2: i know that's what I want that's right, the thing, it's, is like yeah. I want the house split like I want it to break open and I felt I feel like it's always a case of like, well, now's not the right time. And then you, and then we always say, you know, well, now it's too late. They waited too long and now they can't make the move. And now we're just going to like, you know, take out all the outside pieces and then we get to the end and then we take out all the little, like the outside pieces that are remaining. And then we take out the the outside pieces and that's like that onion thing we talked about, you know, it's like, I just feel like it's impossible to know when you're in the house, like when is the right time? And I feel like what worries me for Danny is that like, maybe now is not like the absolute right time, but Tyler was going after her and he probably still is. And it's like, you know, it's, it's maybe it's not ideal for the Alliance, but if somebody in your Alliance or whatever is going after you, then you need to take the shot or else you are going to be, Sitting there with your jaw on the floor, like, oh my god, like, what happened? Why is he getting me out now? If you don't take the shot, so I mean, I feel like like it it all around wasn't great, but I feel like Danny, when you see the HOH, it's like Danny drops or Danny's holding on until Tyler drops, and after Tyler drops, you have Cody and Nicole right away. It's like she has. What does she do? I was wondering like what would happen if all three of them were like, okay, I don't want it, and they just drop down. But you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, I think that um, I think the position that Danny was in um, that uh, I don't think either path for her is good. I think that uh, she can keep she can put up and she can do the Ian route. She is able to uh, keep, you know, us. Let's assume that Danny does not screw around and talk about putting enzo and christmas and memphis on the block um and she just she plays it well and she says she right from the beginning it's okay it's always ian because of course i would protect the committee uh so she doesn't end up pissing those people off um then she she's gonna get away from this hoh week relatively clean because memphis was on her side in the her versus tyler thing until she started talking about putting memphis on the block um and now he's he's on tyler's side um so if she hadn't if she had played that cleanly i think that ian is the right call here over enzo because it doesn't split the house she retains the committee cody um and even and, and even now nicole is more attached to her more reliant on her because ian is gone and um and if she plays it right cody can take most of the blame for ian going home um the problem is that she is not playing all of these things right she is again taking the middle path and she did tell christmas and memphis that enzo that or christmas or memphis might go on the block if the veto is won by whoever um and she didn't even say she said if kevin wins the veto you christmas memphis or enzo will have to go on the block when day is still an option at that point and they obviously took that and were like that's terrible um (laughs) like uh you're out like um so once she does that i i think look i think her game is so like unsalvageable at this point that At that point, sure. Just throw Enzo up, go for broke, split the house um, and probably go home in a couple of weeks, to be honest. (laughs) Like, um, but uh, but man, it's it's just she I feel like she's played this week wrong at every single turn. Every Um,
0: single turn.
2: I think it's also like a situation where it seems like she wants to make sure like everyone's on board with what she's doing with like every move she's doing. And because she wants to make sure everyone's on board, it ends up being that like, nobody's on board with it. Like it's like, you can't, you can't convince everybody to be on the same page. That's just like not possible in this house when all these people are playing against everyone else. Like you can't all just like, it's not the first week where everyone can be like, okay, let's all agree on this one person who's annoying us. You know, like it's, it's further in the game people have their own alliances like everyone's got their own self interest in mind and you can't make like a group decision uh on an hoh like this it's like you just have to pick the move and go for it like it just seems like it, there was too much like wishy-washy like well what if we did this i might have to do this like what are what are our thoughts on this like i want this person to go home i don't want this person to go she home. she did it by, by like, committee <laughs> right, right. Yeah. The committee and did it by committee. You know,
1: you guys talked about this last night you, that, uh, that Danny may have overcorrected from season 13 when she was too bold mm-hmm. and, and going against her alliance. But. That was that like, I mean, that was a problem in in 13. Yes, um, that she she flipped on her alliance a little too soon. She made the move. Uh, maybe uh, I, I would say that it was that she was a little too obvious about it. Um, and then I would also say the bigger mistake was that she actually did something similar. It wasn't her HOH, but she. She co-signed the Luan thing. Um, If she doesn't co-sign the Luan thing, then then she might her alliance might have the chops to run the table for the rest of the season. And they might be able to to continue to take out the rest of of her alliance. Um, And this is a very similar spot, not that similar, but it's a similar spot in that. She's kind of made the move and now she thinks she's going to be able to walk it back, which is exactly what they thought in season 13. Um, And it obviously didn't work then. And I think part of the problem is that, like, I've heard her tell this story. She thinks that she made the right move. She thinks that she convinced Rachel that she she was great. The problem is that Rachel went into the diary room and the diary room talked her out of it. And uh, the diary room caused all of her problems and manipulated Rachel into into turning her back on her. Um And uh, it's like. I don't think that was the problem. I think the problem was that the one shouldn't have been leaving in the first place. Yeah, I mean. um, so I think that she overestimates her ability to manipulate people in the house. And she thinks that she's going to be able to walk this back when she can't. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I also I, I got very granular with this because Danny made so many decisions. I said, "Do you do, do you agree with Danny's initial nominations?" Sixty um, percent of people did. They, David and Kevin they agreed were the right nominations. Uh, although forty percent of people said still said no. I don't know. I'd be curious to know who they thought she should have nominated. Then um, I asked, "Did you agree with her nominating Tyler after the disruptor power was used?" Fifty five percent said. Yes, Um, which I'm a little surprised about, because I really I feel like that was the mistake Um, that uh, you don't put Tyler up here again until you're ready, until you've lined up those votes, Um, because I'll say this, too. I think if Danny doesn't nominate Tyler this week, I think he's being at least. Like 70 percent genuine that he's not going to come for her in the short term um as opposed
0: it, to now like when they, they
2: initially like, yeah when they initially made their little deal yeah, yeah. Right. totally
1: and now i think he's like 20 percent genuine <laughs>
0: yeah exactly
1: <laughs> so um, what do you
2: think do you think that the the bad move here was putting up or the initial bad move was putting up tyler after david uses his power so who do you you think he she should have put up day
1: she should have put up day she should have put up day. Uh, like she was she trying to, it. she was trying to work day, um, but she was always trying to drag day along as a pawn. And like Day's not going to be dragged along as a pawn, no matter what. So you might as well use her as a pawn. Um, like trying to keep Day happy is just not worth it because it sketched out her alliance. Um, and and it just wasn't it wasn't worth it. If this is the move that she's going to make, she has to just nominate Day and say I'm sorry. Um, because what is what is Day going to do? Day has bigger fish to fry than Danny. Mm-hmm. Um, and. And and she should know that and she should recognize that, like, she doesn't need day to be on her side right now. Um, You know, if if again, if that's the path she's taking, if this is not the path she's taking, then she sh- sh- would have put up somebody like Ian. Um, Ian would have been a great person to put up at that point. Like, oh, my God, completely ran. Like even even Nicole is going to be like having a hard time to blaming her when it's like, I didn't know what I was. I had to right. do somebody outside of the committee. I didn't want to do Dave Vaughan Cause we're working on her. I thought maybe Ian would be a good pawn. Uh Maybe I made a mistake. Um Like, uh but again, cause I mean, what happens if Tyler wins the veto? What happens if uh, you know, whatever, like there's so many things that can go wrong here. And, and those things kind of did go wrong. Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back. So then I asked, uh, did you agree with Danny nominating Ian after the veto was used? And here 70 percent of people said no, that uh, they did not agree with it. So 70 percent of the audience on you guys on your side here um, in terms of uh, Ian being the replacement. on me, I'm assuming they would would have preferred Enzo or Memphis or something like that.
0: Enzo. Enzo was the choice. That was the way to go.
1: Yeah, Um, And then finally I asked Because this is another piece of thing that Danny's doing Should Danny use Her power this week Which
0: I feel like should be a no brainer Um, It's such a no brainer That I said last night of course she's going to use it If she doesn't use it she's an idiot (laughs) Uh, With
1: with 90% of the vote um, Yes she should use this power Why not Um, She currently still does not Plan on using the power in fact Cody was trying to convince her to use the power, um, and she was resisting the convincing. It doesn't Um, make any
2: sense.
1: She doesn't want to have revealed that she has a power, and she doesn't want to win another Hoh. I feel like this one was bad enough.
0: I I get that, but I guess I
2: mean, I don't know. I just feel like it's like you show that you want a power. Number one, that gives you some credibility. Number two, like you show, like this power isn't that important like look i'm just gonna play in the hoh and lose like i don't know i just feel like there's really no reason not to um yeah. also i guess maybe like if she she thinks cody will win hoh or someone like that will win hoh next week and then she can give it to them doesn't she have one additional week to use it
0: i didn't know i guess yeah. i mean it's who i taryn isn't it whoever wins hoh this next week that's the last one that she can make you make play again like yes. let's say let's say Davon wins hoh it's either Devon or bust at that point right yeah
1: she she would just choose not to use it. right
2: but i just mean like maybe she's thinking that someone who has a better chance of winning hoh again like cody or someone
1: she she's she said it she doesn't want to win this next one she doesn't want to bother throwing it either like uh she just like and like why why use the power and show that she had a power and was lying to people when she plans on throwing it anyway
2: yeah, but so she doesn't plan on using it on the next HOH either. She, she will use
1: it, it like if, if it's Cody or somebody. Yes, right. So it's like if Cody. Cody
2: or well, maybe she's like, couldn't it be that she's like waiting for that?
1: That that's not the primary motivation. No, that's 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 mm-hmm. just like uh, well, because I'm not it's using my power, who might I use this on in the future?
2: But like, I mean, doesn't she realize that it gives her some credibility to have no, power? No, no, that? she oh,
0: thinks right. she's lied to these people, and like she'll have to show that she was lying. Yeah. Uh so she she's not gonna do it.
1: Yeah, so
2: bad news all around this week, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. Um, all right. So it is looking, as we said, like Ian will be going home here. Uh, the votes are not looking great. We've got, you know, Devon, Kevin and David. They have been kind of running around trying to figure out what does the majority want to do so that we can do the opposite of that. Um, and at first they were like, obviously, the majority wants Ian to stay because Davon is the one that tricked them into putting Ian up in the first place. So if we flip the vote and convince Ian and, and, and stay and keep uh, and and get rid of Ian, then we will have. Flipped this house um, and uh, but then Christmas kind of screwed it up uh, by uh, by being a little too obvious, being a little too willing to jump in. they were like, wait a minute. Maybe this is wrong. Maybe Ian is on the outs and Tyler's on the in. Maybe we should flip the vote to keep. Ian, um, but uh, but David is, is resistant to that idea. He's like, I don't think that's the case, but they've been talking it over. David is now somewhat convinced that, okay, well, they're interchangeable, and if they're interchangeable, Tyler is still better for our games. Um, Davon and Kevin are still trying to figure out does Danny want Ian to stay or does she want him to go? We still can't figure it out. Um, and so they're trying to figure out where they should put their vote so that they go against the plan. Um, but all of it is pretty irrelevant because they don't have the votes anyway. Um, just tonight, before the feeds went down for their party, which is happening now, um, they're finally starting to tell Ian. Sorry, uh, Memphis has said not going to vote for you. Um, you're smarter than me. So I want you to go. Um, Christmas gave this whole like, well, David said a thing, and I'm just a little concerned about a thing, and uh, didn't really give him an answer, and so he was like, "Uh, okay, so she's not voting for me, I'm screwed. Um, And he, Ian, currently thinks that David and Kevin have flipped the votes against him, so he's currently under the impression that David and Kevin did flip that, like. He's back into the early days of David and Kevin thinking that they're flipping the vote against the core. And and Ian was like, oh, I hope they don't realize that they have an opportunity to flip the vote against the core. Um, and he's like, damn it, they realized it. I'm getting f- the vote. F- the vote is getting flipped by these terrible players. This is the worst way to go. Um, and he's he's like, F Kevin. Uh, I hate this. Guy. I hate this guy. He will never get my vote. If, if they if they. Forced me to stay in jury. He's never getting my vote. I hate. I uh, s- screw this guy. Um, I can't believe David of all people is flipping Christmas uh, like this terrible player. He told Danny tonight. He was like, I, I, you know, I genuinely I wish that it was you guys playing me all along because it makes me feel worse to lose to these terrible players.
2: He is uh, so off base. It's like yeah. how? How did this happen? Like it? There was like a brief minute and like their producers obviously like jumped on it when Ian was like, I know what's going on in the house and then it was like all of a sudden, Nope, Ian has no idea anymore and that's over. Like it's I don't know how he can't see what's going on. It's like Karen, are you for real?
0: Do you agree with me when I said last night that Ian stopped playing when he once he thought he was in the cool kids group?
1: I don't think he was playing before then. <laughs>
2: I, I mean, don't know why. Like, I feel like why was it? I just feel like where has Ian been all season?
0: That's what I went, when I okay. So when I tweeted what I tweeted when you said the thing about Ian on Twitter and you were like this 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 bum it's bum bumming to see Ian go out this way. It's a slow death. He was just getting started. This is what he was talking about. And I said disagree. He played like shit. This is what he deserves. Girl <laughs> bye. Uh, and you you were like you had a funny a uh, funny comment to it, but this is what I meant that Ian. terrible and his reads have been terrible and even when like there was a like melissa says a brief brief flicker when he was actually playing which coincidentally came when the wall yeller told him who was playing with who and then he thought he had figured it out and then he's like he was like hot and bothered for like a day and a half and then they were like oh no no you're you're part of the core you're part of the prime four or whatever. Again, what's that name? And honestly, I if any,
1: name. if anything, I feel like that whole that whole situation is part of the reason he's leaving right now, that uh, if he hadn't okay, had that, me. you know what I mean? Like like the, that happening caused people like Cody, to because I think Cody's looking at it like, first of all, Tyler's mine. Ian is is Nicole's. But uh, Tyler was like he screwed up, like he put me in trouble, like he made me do a lot of work he put me on on my heels for a little bit like i think cody would be open to keeping ian around if ian hadn't also screwed up um and also put cody on his heels for a little bit by. when telling, he talked about
0: like you know cody and nicole talking about cody and, and nicole yeah, and exactly. i think
1: i think cody correctly identifies mm-hmm. that like ian might take a shot at him not nicole uh because he still might secretly think this right so yeah. um so i think there's so much less incentive for uh for him to to let uh let let uh let ian go or let ian stay. um but uh i don't think it's necessarily like the cause or anything. there's probably still the same outcome but uh but even nicole just has so much she, her ammunition is is limited because of what happened. um and so yeah, here's the thing with ian. like i do not dispute that like game-wise he has completely put himself in this position i was the person before the season started saying i think ian is unfortunately one of the worst players on this cast um and i was i was getting i was getting (laughs) (laughs) thrown to the to the wolves for that comment Um, (laughs) but it's still like I, i can't like turn it off like when i see him like want to stay even like when I see him want to leave jury, I'm like, don't like that. But when I see him want to stay in the game, and when I see like people, like when I see Christmas, he has to listen to Christmas explain to him that his game is over. Like you can see it in his face, and like I like my empathy, like just like bleeds out of me. Like I feel it, you know. Like uh, it's painful. It's painful for me to like see him there. He's like you. You can see the passion. Like I'm the guy in Big Brother 16. Let me tell you. I was I was not a Zach Rance fan. Unlike I think a lot of people, I was actually not on board with Zach Rance. I know this is very upsetting to Melissa.
2: It's very upset. I mean, honestly, it's very upsetting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but when Zach Rance had that like diary room session where it was like looking like he was going to go home and he was just like, ah, like he really wanted to stay. I was like, oh, like I it just I felt for him so much in that moment. And then he stayed and I was like, I regret it. Um, <laughs> but this is like this is just like. Look, whatever. Like, I I realize that, like, my positive comments toward people tend to be the most controversial um, because people really don't want people... I, for whatever reason, I'm not allowed to feel bad for somebody. But, like, uh, it sucks. It sucks to watch somebody... And I, I felt this way for almost every single one of them leaving because it has meant so much to almost every single one of them leaving. Um, and it, it's just... And I think with Ian, it's just that you see it on his face even more. Like, he's so like transparent with his emotions that like you can see how much it's crushing him even even though it's like this sort of like like i don't love it's a little bit grimy that i feel like the reason it's crushing him is that his ego is getting crushed a little bit and he really doesn't want to go to jury and like all of these things but it's like it's still painful right it's still painful to watch this
0: yeah and i guess it's painful but like the way i see it he got five hundred thousand dollars that he shouldn't have got uh let's be real in 14 and uh, he got a chance to come back and play everyone's favorite game. And he, and he made jury. Uh, I don't feel too, I don't feel too bad for him. I really don't. I, I feel, feel like, like he, he, this is he hit the bed that he made. and He's going to lie in it. Like, I
2: feel like his like, you know, legacy or whatever is going to be a little tainted by this. If this is the week that he leaves and this is the end, like, and he doesn't come back for a jury buyback or whatever,
0: which um, is a possibility, which is yeah. a possibility.
2: But I think that I always, I always was like, okay. Well, at least when I initially, when I saw season 14, I was like, this is Dan's season. Like, this is absolutely Dan's season. Um, And then, you know, after the fact, it was like, you kind of have to kind of relook at it and be like, okay, well, Dan didn't win. Like what, what happened there? Like what went wrong for Dan and what did Ian do right? And all that sort of stuff. But it's like, I just feel like I'm not, I just feel like my opinion on Ian is being affected by this season as well, because I'm like, okay, well, I'm not seeing the good player here. Like I'm not seeing, <laughs> well, that's it, you not know the, what I mean? I've like
1: beating that drum for years. Well, I know, and like I didn't, but
2: I didn't realize it. Cause I always really was, a, I really liked Ian. And I felt like, you know, I think that when somebody like wins or loses or whatever, it's like on both of them, like it's like on the winner and on the loser, like, for how this happened. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I do think that like, there were some really great moments for Ian during that season. I mean, with the Mike boogie thing and everything, like, I just feel like maybe, and at the time to be fair, I didn't watch feeds during season 14. So like, I didn't see what like really happened. So I only saw the edit and I was like, wow, look at Ian, look what he's doing. But Dan did dance funeral. Mm -hmm. So it was like, it was one of those things where it was like, yeah, Ian did a great job, but like Dan's amazing. Um, but then when Dan lost it was like oh okay so something went wrong for Dan here and something went right for Ian and now I'm kind of like how did that happen
1: I mean like I'll I'll say this I, I, I genuinely think that Ian has played a better game this season than in season 14 which um, is like
2: just is like terrible cuz this season he's played such a horrible game Like I mean like just say yeah, that is like Melissa okay so he must better. have literally played zero he must have played like I mean at this point it's like I don't know, I mean this this season has been so bad for him. I haven't seen a single good thing besides the one time he clocked what was going on in the house and then immediately backtracked and regretted it and everything. But I feel like he's just like putting all his eggs in the Nicole Franzel basket and thinking that he's good or whatever and and even now it's like, okay, well, he's on the block. he's like he's realizing like okay, I think like this isn't looking good for me, and yet instead of like. Being like, I clearly need to get the outsiders to band together and help me to stay or I need to talk to Nicole. He's like, oh, Kevin and David, they're lost causes. Look what they've done. When it's like, you're literally getting sent home by your own quote unquote alliance. Like, look at what, look around you. Look what's going on. Why would Danny put you on the block? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. So I, don't, I just feel like Ian's not like getting it. And that's why I'm like upset because I always thought that Ian was like known for like, reading the situation and being able to like skirt around it but that's the thing is like i didn't watch feed so i don't know but yeah. i mean it's clear that that is not the case
1: <laughs> well just just like uh to to back up what i'm saying that um at, at this point in big brother 14 ian hadn't won any competitions yet like he goes on to win like and and i think that the fact like to to give Ian a little bit of credit some of what he's saying is that like it took some weird twisty situations to get him to this point right uh it took Danny's weird nominations um the the disruptor power the 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 veto win by Devon in particular in order for Ian to go up here if not for all of that he probably survives a couple more weeks at which point in Big Brother 14 he was able to w- completely win out until the final 4 and then also win the final 3 so like um, you know, he's in terms of gameplay up until this point, I think that Ian was in a better, in a better place. Um, he was in a better place to move forward a little bit more. Um, and he was, he's more respected this season. I think he was more capable of winning a jury vote this season than he was in, in 14. Um, so.
2: It's just unfortunate. Cause I really like Ian and I want him to do well. And I want him to like, wake up and be like, Oh, this is what's going on. And. I could see a situation where he could save himself. That's the thing. I don't see it even starting to happen. So
0: let's, let's, can we just talk talk about that really quickly? What does he need to do right now to save himself, Melissa?
2: Well, I mean, I've been saying he needs to talk to Nicole. I just don't, I don't think, I think he needs to talk to the outsiders and I think he needs to talk to Nicole. I don't think there's a situation where he convinces Enzo and Cody and Memphis, like, and Christmas. I don't see that. So I think that he needs to go to the other people. and and try and figure out some way to keep him. Um, I think Nicole is his best bet. Um, either that, I mean, I feel like there's like the fancy route, which is like, get Davon, David, and Kevin to vote to keep Ian, and then convince, but have them convince everyone else that they're voting to keep Tyler, and then Nicole gets a sympathy vote, and then there's 4-4, four, four, and then Danny somehow is convinced to keep him. I mean, like, that's the fancy way to do it, but I don't know if that's, like, that is not the easiest way, and I don't really see that happening, so I yeah. think it is a situation where you have to get Nicole on board, who can get Danny on board, and then you have to get Devon, David, and uh, Kevin. On board.
0: Danny needs to know that Tyler's coming after her. Ian mm-hmm. needs to go to Danny and make sure that Tyler that she knows that Tyler's coming after her, and he has not done that effectively enough yet.
1: Yeah, okay. I, I, I think I think he only has two options. I think that he needs to uh, either flip Danny and Nicole against Cody. Let, like, make them willing to do something that goes against what Cody tells them to do, essentially, and burn Cody. Uh, he needs to make them willing to do that, well, either by convincing Danny that Tyler's coming for her, um, or, and like, that is enough to light a fire under her that she's willing to go against what Cody wants, or by convincing them Cody's not trustworthy or something like that, or, turn cody against tyler um by telling him i don't know that hey i had a final two with tyler david had a final two with tyler christmas has a final two with tyler it's a lot of people he's got a final two with maybe he has one with you maybe he doesn't does he have a final three with you because that's not as good as these other people (laughs) um like uh whatever he needs to do (laughs) to flip cody again like those are the only two ways he stays in my opinion that either nicole and danny are willing to flip against cody or Cody has flipped against Tyler. Um, those are the only things and he's not doing any of those things. He's focusing on David and Kevin and Christmas and um, it's, it's, not, it's not working out there uh, very well for him.
2: I feel like could a situation happen where he I don't know. I feel like I feel like I was thinking of this earlier as like I don't know like revealing four prime to people and like having them realize like oh these people are in multiple things like or I don't know I just feel like could he does he does he actually have any information that if he reveals that information it kind of flips everything upside down and makes people question things or is it like he doesn't have enough information to do that besides kind of just like being like oh you know Tyler's kind of sketchy or like Danny's kind of whatever you know like I, I don't I think, know
1: I think if he reveals four prime it's could sketch David Day and Kevin out like, oh, so he was in the core or even and even if they go, oh, well, he's flipped against the core or it wasn't a real thing. Um, like, OK, maybe he solidifies those three. But by revealing that he completely loses. I mean, he's already lost Nicole and Danny, but he has no chance of getting Nicole and Danny now. No chance of getting Cody. And those are the three that really decide it. So mm-hmm. um, it, like it's I don't think it I don't think it works.
0: Oh, well, ends yeah. the breaks.
1: <sighs> so there's the thing I and I just I just wanted to say uh, in terms of like, uh, look, I think that you can you can simultaneously understand that Ian put himself in this position, that Ian is not a he has a he's a very flawed individual who has not uh, done you know, great things or is saying great things uh, all the time uh, and also feel bad for a specific situation and also feel like he deserves it. And you don't have to turn it off. You don't have to s- stop feeling bad for that one particular. Oh yeah. yeah. I,
2: no, I've, it's, I've, it's, yeah I it's such an you. unfortunate situation because I want both of them to stay. And there's no way that that happens clearly. But like, I really want Ian to stay because like, I, I like the idea that he's an outsider and like he, even though he doesn't know it yet, like I do feel like he will figure that out if he stays in the house. And I want him to kind of like be that Ian who heard the wall yeller and like realize what's going on in the house and just kind of like wake up. And I could see like a redemption arc for him. However, at the same time, like I also see Tyler as a person who is willing to make big moves and go against, you know, Danny or whoever, like I, I could see Tyler doing some great things in the game. And I, as long as he like wants to be there, you know, like that's the other thing is like, I want, Someone to stay who wants to be there. And at this point, it does seem like both of them want to be there and don't want to be in the jury house. So, yeah, but I only because he doesn't to want stay. to
0: sit. Yeah, but the only reason Tyler wants to be there is because he didn't want to sit, sit in jury by himself. Look, here's what I want. I, I want either one of them to go home. I really don't care at this point because, <laughs> like, as far as I know, like, Ian wants to go after Devon. Ian wants to go after Kevin. Ian is terrible. Yeah. Like, these are the only people that might have a chance of actually being on his side. And he's totally reading the situation wrong. If Ian stayed in one HOH, he would put up Davon and Kevin point blank in the period. I don't know necessarily that Tyler would. So that's why I'm kind of like, ah, eh, sorry, honey, I'm fine. If you go, I really don't care at this point. Cause yeah. he's, uh, he's been kind of terrible. Yeah. I feel yeah. like up
2: until this point, I was thinking like, Oh, Ian's just saying that stuff. Like there's no way that that's oh, no, who he's he going to go after. Yeah. But like,
1: I, I think he genuinely feels like Kevin and David have burned him um, because he really was relying on Christmas and the second he found out that Christmas wasn't on board he was like oh now I'm screwed and he talked to the cameras about that so like the fact that Christmas being the one telling him he's not staying was the thing that caused him to feel like he's not staying means that he does not believe he, he really does think that David and Kevin are trying to trying to work against him now that might change but, um, but uh, I'm hoping yeah, that as, Danny
0: tells him the truth by tomorrow and says look I I, I oh i don't think so <laughs> uh, yeah
1: not okay. not if they think they're getting it away with this with a unanimous vote yeah that's um, true
0: maybe you should say it in a goodbye message but i don't know how they work those goodbye messages like like like, like the goodbye messages are such are the goodbye messages are the goodbye messages such where they purposely like leave out game information if they know there's going to be a jury buyback or do you take your chances when you leave the goodbye information goodbye yeah. message because if there is no, because if she doesn't tell him in the goodbye message and there is no jury buyback, then she, then he's never going to find out that you know, she owned it to him.
1: Yeah. I mean, um, it's, you know, I, I think that, um, I think that the, like people don't want to have this conversation with Ian because like, because like Danny went up there after we talked to Christmas and he was like, Christmas isn't voting for me. I think I'm going home. And she was like, You could tell that she was like, oh, my God, I just got trapped. Um, And she's like, where's where's Nicole? Don't you want to don't you want to talk to Nicole? Um, And like like it's it's hard, like it's hard to watch. As I'm saying, it's like it's painful to watch. I'm sure it's very difficult to be sitting there with a person you're screwing over who is commiserating with you, who clearly is like desperately wanting to stay Um, like it's hard to have that conversation. Most people, they mask it. Most people, they don't try to show that they're upset. They try to play cool. They're like, uh, hey, you know, it's whatever. Like, I've got, like, uh, you know, what what, it's whatever. Um, But Ian is like, please, please. And he's got that puppy dog face. And it's hard to have that conversation with him. So I feel like more and more people are just going to, like, try to avoid having it as much as possible. Um, But uh, I, I think, like, for me on a personal level, I would like for like just my my what I like I'm feeling that Zach Rand's feeling of like like Ian wants it more, it matters more to Ian like uh like Tyler. Tyler doesn't even want to be known as a good manipulator. Like uh, he doesn't even right. want this. You know what I, I know, mean? Right. Like that, Ian. That's
0: the part that sucks.
1: Ian wants that's this. So disappointing. He, he wanted to prove himself. He wanted, and I like I wanted that for him. Like, uh, like I wanted him to come on here. I wanted him to prove me wrong. I wanted him to be able to prove people wrong who thought me that too. he wasn't good. And 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 it's and it sucks. Like it sucks that he wasn't able to, and I feel that for him. And so like I, I feel that drive. Um, but I, I agree with Brent as well. Like on a strategic level I do think that Tyler is much more capable of shaking things up uh in the future. So um yeah I feel like
2: overall like I'm very disappointed in like in both Ian and Tyler really like Ian because I was expecting more from him like strategically and just like just better game player and Tyler because you know I was really excited for Tyler to come and I feel like he doesn't want it. And I feel like I probably would have preferred him not to come if I had known that the Tyler we were getting was going to be a Tyler who doesn't want to be here and wants to go home before jury like I never th- I always thought that it was like a a line that I guess or like maybe he was just like I, th- I really thought that it was that he was just missing um Angela so much that like he just didn't feel like his heart was in it and he wanted to get home like as jury started approaching he was like I, I think I want to leave because I don't want to be stuck in jury without Angela. And I like understood that. But then when I saw, you know, that he had, I guess sent her flowers for their anniversary and on the card, like prior to going on the show and was going to have it delivered like on their anniversary. And it said on the card, like, I hope I'm already home, but if not, like here's the flowers. And it's like, wait, so this whole time going in, you were planning on leaving before jury. Like you were, intending to do that you it it it, i mean maybe that's not the intention behind that message and maybe it was just like oh i wish I, i wish i'm home with you or something like that but like it did seem a little like wait so you kind of just wanted to go and like Get the money. Is that it? Like, I, I don't know. I it just, will say, it I I, like I agree
1: with your first interpretation. I don't think, like, because I've seen this. I don't think he meant it as like he planned. Because remember, he planned on being here with Casey, um, right. and like with Casey, I think it, we would have seen a different Tyler. Um, so, like, I don't think he was planning on like going in yeah, with Casey and then bailing the on case. Casey, right? Um, but uh, but but I'm sure. But I, I, I like we have heard that it took some convincing to get him on in the first place. So, which like, also obviously like, that was fine
2: to me though. Like, like, like the, the convincing thing is fine. I liked that Angela was like, I called them and I, you know, I, I told them that he should be on the show, you know, whatever. And I get that because, like, it is a decision. Like, you are leaving and going back in the house and you're willingly putting yourself in that position. Like, he already did really well his first season. Like, yeah, he didn't win, but he gained a ton of respect. And people, you know, are thinking of him as, like, a top-tier Big Brother player. So, like, does he really have that much to gain from going back on besides winning? And like. so I totally am okay with the idea of like someone being hesitant to go on, like not a big deal. It's just that like, once you're in the house, like I would hope that you're committed and you are there to play and you are there to win. And it's disappointing when people are, you know, kind of, I don't know, like uh, hoping to go home or like, you know, whatever. And I can understand there's like a moment in time when you're sad or whatever. And you say like, Oh, just send me out. I want to go home. Like I get that. But like, if you're not willing to like actually like put the effort in to play the game and maybe he is, maybe he's not, I don't know, but like if he isn't and he isn't wanting to like, you know, play as hard as he can to win, then it's kind of sad to see Ian go out versus Tyler if that really is the case, because it does seem like Ian wants to be there. So yeah, but most
0: of like, it would be, would, we, we were sold to bill of goods with, with Tyler. He's never wanted to be this way. He doesn't want to be known as the guy well, who see, manipulates everybody, which is really frustrating to me.
1: Here's, here's my theory. And this is speculation, of course, all theory. All right, um, let's hear it. I think the reason Tyler came on is because he, fe- he felt pressure from, you know, from Angela, from other people to be like, come on, people really want to see you play again. Like, come on, it'll help the brand. Uh, come on. Uh, like, uh, do this for us do this for the fans um, and he was like fine like he doesn't like really want to do it. I think that he does really enjoy being a manipulator when i like i see him get super excited about these like plans of like come on like let's like i've really wanted to do this he was right? like i've really wanted he to was do mad this.
0: Mad at danny when she didn't do the thing he yeah said, he, oh, that, that was great why didn't you do that
1: he was like i've really wanted to do this for a while this is a plan like if if it is a 5-3 vote we'll help blame it on david i'll run and hug him and be like thank you david like he loves this stuff but he doesn't want people to i don't he doesn't want to be known for loving this stuff <laughs> which um, is so
0: dumb he won america's like favorite that. player he, does he, not like remember? That stuff. he won America's favorite player because he did all that stuff. Does he not remember that?
2: It's interesting because it's, it's a little bit reminiscent of Nicole in the way that like, she's so mm-hmm. hyper-focused on image and social media that it's like, she is manipulating people and she is using her emotions to like get further in the game and all that. But she is purposely trying not to make it look like she's doing that. And she's upset that it looks like she's doing that. Which is totally the
0: wrong call. That's the girl that brought you to the dance.
2: Right. And I feel like that's like a lot. That is the issue, I think, with like having people on that are, you know, influencers or whatever. Um, And even like, you know, Christmas, for example, um, she's very hyper-focused on her brand and very hyper-focused on her image. And I think that that is an issue um, for casting, you know, all stars and also future casting. I think that the way to get people on who are willing to be ruthless and are willing to, you know, just do whatever it takes to win is people who don't really have the social media wherewithal to like make sure that your image is exactly spotless or anything like that, because otherwise you'll overanalyze everything.
1: I mean, I, I think, and I've talked about this before, I think that. What we're seeing here is the impact of social media. I think it's less about trying to craft a particular image of whatever because of whatever. I think most of these people are fearful of the hate that they get. I think most of these people have been to some degree traumatized by the, the backlash that they receive. Um, and they are doing everything in their power to avoid that. I think that, you know, like, uh, like, like, whether they deserved it or not right like christmas is like christmas doesn't care if she's known as being a manipulator or whatever what she cares about is not being seen as a bully because she got so much crap for being a bully um in her first season uh tyler doesn't want to be manipulated because he got so much crap for manipulating people um like
0: uh see i th- don't 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 you think he has that wrong though he did not get crap for being a manipulator that was when we loved tyler he got crap because he dropped the plot of the game at the end for for tangela that's what
2: happened well
1: for, for maybe from you but i'm that's sure that's what happened and you
2: know it well that's what, what happened from all say, of our perspective you can't but say i he think he
1: didn't get hate for manipulating people he definitely did uh, and that's probably this the stuff that, that stung the most right
2: uh, i i
0: really don't think that's true i really you that don't think best... anybody gave he, him he, crap listen, for manipulating no, here, wait, 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 no, no 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 for real is... he himself said people loved our season until the second half he's like people hated the second half of our season because it was boring and went to form but people loved the first part of our season when he was manipulating Kaylin, when he was getting swaggy back door, when he was uh tricking sam and, and to, uh, talking about her power when he flipped Kaylin on the first vote uh like all of that was tyler and he knew it he knew he was the star of the show and he knew people loved the, bit, the first half of big brother 20 so it is Like it boggles my mind that he does not get that. That's what we love about Tyler and his, you know, joie de. No, a, he pro, does the game. he does get
1: that some people love him for that the big brother crowd loves him like th- a certain part but of the, big brother, the big brother crowd loves him for uh. that but the people outside of the big brother world don't um and uh and he especially with the bailey thing um which had to do with manipulation and it had to do with the way he played the game he got a lot of hate um and i think that he he wants to uh like i i think that the like People are much more motivated by pain and trying to avoid pain than uh, than like than anything else. Um, And so that's what that's where I feel a lot of this motivation comes from.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I also think it's like, yeah, we can sit here and say like, yeah, but we loved him when he was manipulating people. But like, I think that the issue is that like when somebody says a mean comment or whatever, that is the thing that's going to stick with you. Like our analysis of him being a great game player and us giving him really high ratings and all that stuff, like clearly meant nothing because the second someone called him boring on our podcast, it was over for us. And that was what stuck. So like, I think that 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 is is the, the truth. That's the problem. Is that like, and that's the case for me as well. Like I can get a million comments that say like, you're so great. But the one that sticks in my mind is the one was like, Melissa has literally nothing to say as usual. So that like, and clearly it sticks in my mind because I just said it. Um, But like, you know what I mean? Like that is the comment that sticks with you. And I think that that's the problem is that Tyler is sitting there in his mind being like, the people hate this. I'm gonna get so much hate for this when we're sitting there like, no, this is what we want, and it it just is drowned it's out by like that a, one person, you it's know. It's such a
0: reflection of human behavior. Maybe I'm just such a psychopath that like <laughs> I, I don't mind the fact like when people say like I even told the moderators we had a moderator meeting like two nights ago, and I told the moderators, I'm like, People say shitty stuff about me. I like I'm totally fine with it. Like I know other people don't care for it, but like, like you know, if they wanna as long as they aren't like really going in on me about something, like if they say Brent's a jerk, he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. I'm totally fine with that. Like you can come for me if you want, but uh, I'm not, don't
2: come for me. I know. I know. I
0: know. But I'm sensitive. The the point being that uh, people like Tyler, like when you go on a show like Big Brother, you have to know there's going to be a segment of the fans that just aren't going to get it. That don't like you no matter what you do. I'm on the podcast all the time. There's a segment of people that hate me. They literally hate me. I get that. They hate me. It's not, I don't, I'm not offended by it. I'm just not their particular cup of tea. You just have to know that. Like, as long as you know that, you're totally fine. I don't understand why. Uh, he- I
1: think knowing it immediately solves the problem. Uh, I think as I many other hurts. podcasters can do. I
0: honestly would be hard pressed to remember a time when someone said something so hurtful to me on a like in the in from a comment or something. I, I post my hate from from a Reddit and survivor sucks on facebook and whatnot and yes
1: uh, i mean look brent uh yes. i fully believe you that, that you feel that way um but uh, but i don't think everybody feels that way no, i think so, i think a, most people don't yeah um Who's i feel i feel kids? like you're janelle and i'm Kaser right now like you're special brent uh, we get it um the rest <laughs> of us are not
2: <laughs> that is true <laughs>
1: um uh, so all right uh, let's let's go through the state of the house here um because we've got i've uh, got a new a bit of a new state of the house to go through um it's basically the the committee is still a thing right there's the committee and the underdogs but within the committee there's kind of two different factions now so what we really have is uh like three different factions in the house, two of which are aligned with each other to take out the third in the short term. Um so the three factions are I would call them the Love Triangle, uh Cody, <laughs> Danny, and Nicole.
0: Yes. Um I love and that
1: name. They also have Enzo, or at least they think they do. Um, and they also have Tyler, or at least they think they do. Tyler's kind of like uh, on a lower rung of this. Enzo is a little bit more equal, but it's mainly Cody, Danny, and Enzo. Yeah, like uh,
0: Tyler's the guy waiting outside the door, like behind the peephole. Uh, Enzo's the guy, like who's like literally is like sitting like bedside.
1: <laughs> We're getting way too <laughs> specific here. Um, the other faction within the committee, uh, I'm calling it Memphis's. Phase two yes. um, of the, of his business plan. Uh, it's Memphis Enzo plan. Christmas and Cody um, that uh, it's Memphis Enzo as a two Memphis Enzo Christmas as a three Memphis Enzo Cody as a as a three. And then again, kind of loosely via Cody Christmas and Enzo. They've also kind of got Tyler on board. They're probably going to take shots at Danny first, um, Danny or, or Nicole first. Um, so, uh, so Tyler's in both groups, but kind of on low a lower rung than anyone else. Enzo is in both groups, um, decently high. Cody is in both groups. It's triple threat, very well positioned within this crew in general. Um, then we have the third group. These are the underdogs. Uh, this is uh, Day, Kevin, and David, uh, who I would have said like they thought they had Enzo for a little while. They're kind of off that train now um they don't really feel like they fully have enzo anymore um they keep thinking they keep thinking back like they think oh i've got enzo no we don't have enzo we've got danny no we don't have danny we've got uh ian no we don't have ian uh, we've got tyler no we don't have tyler we've got nicole no we don't have to them. so um it's a lot of back and forth here um yes, and yes the uh, yes they, yes, they, they, they name yes. themselves the house because the, the people vote with the house um they I don't they hate they tarant tarant call themselves like that. that though yeah, know, know, i'm not I gonna know. do it until they start actually referring to it that way otherwise <laughs> i do I'm gonna make my better. own name
0: <laughs> yeah, I, had a, I had a friend leave me a voicemail and they were like did you see it they named themselves the house the house wants this in case you didn't see, that's what they're calling themselves now. Oh we'll see t- like, this is
1: the problem because I was referring to the committee as the, uh, the unusual suspects for like, uh, for like a week and a half. So yeah, uh, I, mean- I try to be a little more cautious. <laughs> 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 so that's, that's basically the state of the house. It's actually a pretty interesting dynamic here. Uh, basically the, the two committee aligned, um, factions are, they feel like they need to weaken the underdog faction, uh, at least for one more week they need to take out one of day kevin or david then they may be able to start taking shots at one another um i would imagine that memphis's crew would take a shot at danny that uh that the love triangle crew will take a shot at christmas is is looking like it would be the the one that uh, gets hit here um and uh, and that would leave just you know Let's say David and Day uh, left in the underdog position and uh, and they might have some place places to go from there, of course, especially if they win some comps. But uh, for the most part here, they're trying to uh, to weaken that side at least one more, maybe two more and just leave one one person left. But uh, but that's the the current plan. Nobody currently plans on betraying the committee next week, Uh, except for maybe except for maybe Tyler.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I, I'm not. I'm not totally convinced though, Tyler. I, yeah. I do think that he can nominate Danny. Even maybe, maybe put up you know Kevin and Day as as pawns, and then put up Danny as a backdoor target or something like that, depending on how the veto plays out. Um, wow, uh, I I think it's very interesting. I, I think that it would be really great if we could get an underdog win for the HOHS uh, on Thursday. And uh, what
1: they should do is put up like. Uh, cody and really cody and enzo would be perfect because enzo they're they're the both they're the two highest placed people in both groups yeah. um they're the the most core of the entire house and you know we've but been I saying that for a while that. i
0: think they put up cody and christmas
1: co well yeah cody and christmas cody and nicole if it's not day cody and danny um so um which you know co- cody and danny cody and nicole actually wouldn't be that great because the Memphis crew would just send Danny or Nicole home. You're doing their work for them. Yeah. Um, it would have to be, you know, Cody, it would have to be Cody and, and Memphis or Cody, uh, Cody and, and Enzo really would be even Cody better. And
0: Memphis could happen. That one could happen. They could don't really happen. care a lot about they, grandpa as they call him, but, uh, and that
1: would know. be, that would be a bit of a fight, I think. Um, but probably not a big one if I'm thinking about it. Cause uh, really it would just, uh, Tyler would probably talk Christmas into dropping yeah. Memphis, uh, especially if the numbers aren't there. So, Um. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about it as we go into the stock watch. You guys, you guys, ready for this?
0: I am. Yeah.
1: All right. Here we go. Here is the stock watch. This is what we've got going. Um. Let's run this here in chronological, in alphabetical order. (laughs) Um. Let's start with Christmas. Christmas.
0: Uh, Melissa, how do you feel about Christmas? Melissa, you were a two with me last week. We hated Christmas.
2: Yeah, yeah this week. I I felt like she had a really bad week last week, but I feel like this week is much better for her because, I mean, Tyler is presumably going to be staying um, and also she got to keep her power. I really did think that there was a possibility that she got put on the block um, and then would have to, you know, get rid of her power. But now she has her power next week. She's not leaving. So um I do think she's in a much better position. I don't think she's playing necessarily right for the long haul, because I do think that there is a situation where she's easily expendable coming up. I don't think that she's really like got her core position. So, you know, I do feel better, but I don't feel so comfortable with her that I want to like go way out there, Um, but much better than a two. So I think. I feel like I I'm teetering between like a four and a five just because like five would be just like neutral. But I feel like she's kind of having to like claw herself up out of from that, too. So I think I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go with a four just because I'm just keeping it. I'm trying to let her slowly rise.
0: That sounds fair. Uh, I'm also going to give her a four. I'm going to double her score from last week, which I feel like is a fair. That's a a, a joyous thing to do for Christmas. I feel like (laughs) Uh, you're right. She still has her power Uh, as long as she doesn't get initially put up. I think she's probably safe from any, you know, uh, uh, volatile HOH that might occur. Uh, One thing that should be noted is that I am so convinced of this, that Christmas does not have original thoughts in her head. She's so manipulated by other people, especially men. She'll she'll do whatever they say. Like they they come up to her and say, you know, blah 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 blah. She's like, oh yeah, that's right. We should do this. Like this is why like Paul totally had his way and basically like had her like step out of the game for him at the final three. Uh, when she was like, well, you know, you can evict me because I don't want Paul to go home. If you you win hoh, Josh. I don't want Paul to go home. Paul's amazing. Uh, so. uh, yeah I'm not really feeling her because I don't feel like she has an original thought in her to get herself to the end of the game if she gets herself to the end of the game, it'll be by the on the volition of other people Karen uh so i'm not I'm not feeling the Christmas as much anymore
1: yeah um, I like Christmas's spot better than last week in terms of potential jury votes. I think that uh this jury is looking like it's gonna be. All over the place um, where like Kevin is talking like uh, if they if they think that I'm not going to vote for somebody, I'm going to vote for them just because they (laughs) thought I wasn't, Um, which is uh, great news for Memphis and Christmas, Um, (laughs) not to mention the fact that Memphis and Christmas currently have at the very least a final three, which means. If they're if they both get there, um, that uh, there's a good chance that either of them will be sitting next to each other, which is a very good outcome for either of them.
0: God, um, yeah, I'm team Memphis <laughs> on that one. Yeah, Dana, you're right. Christmas is a soldier. That's the <laughs> truth. She is a soldier. She is not a general. I I, I feel
1: like She. I feel like she sees herself as like a specialist um, in the in the army. And I feel like I feel like she's a soldier that operates like a specialist Um, and she she is able to sometimes do well, but she sometimes falls flat on her face um, and she overestimates her ability in the game. She really feels like she's a Paul when, you know, she's she's a christmas raven. trying to be a paul <laughs> she's not a raven i mean okay, let's not okay, go that okay. far just saying, yeah. um i uh, so i i've i've been you know i gave her a five last week i think that her ability to win a jury is is better than it was last week i think that her um getting in with memphis is good for her she's keeping tyler which is good for her uh all of those things are good however she's also risen pretty high on the target list um i don't think she'll be a target next week but i do think she could be a target the week after and that's very dangerous for her so uh, i i ultimately went with a five here for her Uh, i stayed at a five because i feel like she she took two steps forward she took Two steps backwards uh, this week.
2: (laughs) Stayed in the same spot. Yeah,
1: exactly. And ended up getting herself back into the same spot. I don't know, because another big thing is that her final two with Tyler was exposed via the wall yeller, which was like a huge secret weapon she had um, that is now not nearly as useful. Too bad, Um, so sad so uh so because of that i feel like it's it's just not looking quite as good uh the audience went with a five as well for christmas they went up from their four last week which is going to net christmas there at a five overall up from the three last week because that was way too low um Mm -hmm. (laughs) let's talk about cody let's talk about cody um i feel Very good about Cody. Uh, He did very well this week um, getting what he wanted and uh, having basically no blowback um, on him. Um, He uh, that he is he's he's the best positioned person in this house to get to the end now. Look, we'll talk about Enzo. I think Enzo rivals his position. But Cody is the one that is actively making this happen in a lot of ways. He is actively manipulating people. Um, Cody is the person who has a lot of individual loyalties to him, including Enzo, uh, including Memphis, uh, Danny, Nicole uh cody is the person who will have the upper hand in the end game over somebody like enzo even though enzo is better positioned right now so i'm really liking what cody's doing uh this this week like i said he i mean he's he has danny eating out of the palm of his hand um and and that's he should not have Danny eating out of the palm of his hand um, and every single week that he survives in this position and it's not disrupted I think his his position gets more and more dominant especially because I think he is by far the most capable player in end game competitions um, uh, I think that like Tyler is also very good but like you know physically he's not at the place he was in 20 um, something to remember about Cody is that Similar to Ian, Cody went on a bit of a run at the end of season 16. Cody was immune from, I think, the final six or seven until basically the end. Um And... People don't remember that in the house. They remember Ian's run because it was a little more impressive, but it's it's up there in terms of competition runs. And that was back when they weren't as physical. So whether or not they're physical, I think Cody has a great chance to do really well in these end game comps. If they are physical, he is the most physically per- capable person there. It's almost even more in his benefit. So I'm looking at Cody as a very big competition threat in the end stretch. And he's the best person positioned in the house. And he's got the most, you know, people uh, super loyal to him. The only problem with Cody is that he is in some danger in the short term. He because he stands out so much, he does have the underdogs coming for him. They will put him on the block or they will at least try to put him on the block uh, if they win an HOH, which is not that out of the realm of possibility. It's going to be three to six. They've got like a 30 percent chance uh, ish to win this uh, this HOH. Um, And I do think that a couple people from the big alliance might be throwing so that percentage might increase. Now, I do think he would be safe next week if he's up on the block next to most people. Um. so he will probably survive, but it might do some damage to his game. He's in a little bit of danger in the short term. I, I can't do a 10 for Cody, but I will do a 9 for Cody. Brent, how do you
0: feel? <clears throat> I feel similarly. I am so impressed with him this week, and not only has he played well in terms of getting Danny to do what he wants, he also got a little lucky in that the competitions went the way that he needed them to go in order to get this result. Like He wanted to protect Tyler. He needed like it actually worked out better for him that Tyler went up on the on the block first, and then Danny panicked and you know said, "Oh no, no, I didn't mean to do that," and uh, then you know decided uh, ultimately to take uh, Cody's advice and put Ian up on the block. It also works out really well. The co- again, the competitions went in such a way where going into next week, it looks like his right hand woman, Danny, is probably safe where she otherwise wouldn't have been before because of the fact that all three people that he might've preferred to go out this week Are immune in day, Kevin and David. So going into next week, that's not necessarily true. People in his Alliance, which he likes to keep together. He doesn't want anything happening. Doesn't he? He, what he, Cody does not want a house split, Cody wants to make sure the Alliance stays nice and stable, nice and cool, boring. That's what we want. And then we can move on down toward the end. But now three people who are not in the Alliance are still out there, not counting Enzo, of course. And, uh, that spooked everybody a little bit. So they want to get rid of one, maybe two of them. I, I still think once they get rid of one of them, their uh, fire for getting rid of anybody else will go down and they'll be chomping at the bit to go after Danny or somebody. But uh, for right now, I feel like it's it's definitely uh, looking good for the committee. And I'm also going to give him a nine. He looks great.
2: Yeah, I agree with everything you guys said. And I'm giving him a nine as well. I've been very impressed with him this whole game. And I thought I thought that it was going to be a situation where, you know, He he can't maintain this, but he's maintained it. And if anything, I think his position's gotten better. I think that he's convinced people like who I never suspected would be convinced. Like you guys said, Danny, I never thought she would be, you know, kind of following him around. I thought, of course, Danny's going to play your own game, but it does (sighs) seem like she's very influenced by him. So, yeah, I got to give him a nine credit.
1: Yeah. Uh, So there it is, uh, Cody, with an eight from the audience, up from a seven. Um, so. Uh, Cody with some strong ratings here uh, I did look I did say Cody was a bad Buy last week what am I gonna do I, <laughs> I'm not always right With the stock watch uh, as you'll Find out this week um, uh, So no. um, uh, Look he wa- I, he was in some danger This week somebody somebody wrong could have won This HOH who knows yeah, um, totally. But uh, There it is um, Cody with a nine Overall uh, let's Talk about Davon Melissa let's start with you
2: yeah i mean i she had a great week this week she won the veto she saved her ally you know that stuff is fantastic um however she's still in danger (laughs) going into next week i could absolutely see her going home um so i don't feel so much better about her position in the game which is unfortunate because you know She made some good moves this week and I was really proud of her for sticking to her guns and, you know, not being swayed by the other side to, you know, not use the veto. Um, But now I do feel like she has put herself in a, she's put herself in a good position with David and Kevin, but I think she's put herself in a bad position with Danny and Nicole. Whereas like it did kind of seem like they were interested in working with Davon and like Taryn said, like kind of pulling her along as a pawn, which could have been a good position for her. Uh, even though that's not great to be like pulled along as a pawn, but at least it's like they're not coming after you. Now it does seem like she does have a lot of people coming after her. And now that she's won something and not listened to the majority alliance, it it does seem like more of a scary player than someone like Kevin. So um, as much as I, I loved her week this week, I do. And I do think she did a good job. I think that I can't go much higher than a 4. So I'm going to give her a 4 since I gave her a 3 last week.
1: Yes. I I also gave her a 4 this week. Um I I uh I feel like I so I gave her a, a 3 last week. She was on the block. Things weren't looking super great, but her position was actually better last week than it is this week. Um, because a lot of people were talking about bringing her down to uh, close to the end to the final three, even with Danny um, or at least final four. Uh, a lot of people did want to sort of pull her in. Um, and that unfortunately has gone away this week. Uh, I, I think she made the only move she could with that veto. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I did not love the way she handled I liked how she handled it initially. And I talked about this. That she initially went to Danny and she basically said, Look, I will look like an idiot if I don't do this. Please, I hope you understand. Um, and Danny was accepting of it at first. Uh, and I really feel like they should have locked it in then and there. I am using it. I hope you understand when Danny was most accepting. Um, get Danny off of the track of like, okay. Day is definitely using it. I need to stop focusing my energy over there and start focusing on what am I going to do about it. Uh, instead, she left the door open for days, um, and and that provoked the the rest of the house into thinking that they could change her mind. And so they tried really hard. And people hate it when they try really hard and then you don't give them what they want. They hate it much more than if they just knew straight up. Um, and so I really do feel like that. All of that stuff burned her a lot more with Danny and and, and Nicole and them than was necessary, um, because you know she again Danny after after like Cody was mad at, at, at Danny for not being mad a day initially because she was so understanding at first, but then after days of trying to get Day to 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 not use it, she eventually got mad um and and then you know now danny now day is trying to like you know flip she initially tried to flip tyler against danny which danny found out about she i I unnecessarily um ratted out enzo to christmas and now enzo's pissed a day um and it's just like it's it's not and she she still thinks that that david is in an all guys alliance um there's just a lot that's not working out for her um but she did manage to survive with David and Kevin, and I like that. Um, and I also like that she's not necessarily the main target heading into next week. That's going to be Kevin, although I do think she's probably a backup target. Um, but uh, but I I do think and I said this to Amon uh, earlier today that if she survives next week, we're seeing the alliance is starting to target itself. And if she survives to that point, I think she can sneak her way through a little bit because the lines will be drawn. It'll be easier for her to navigate. And that's what I'm hoping for, for uh, Davon. And I can see that path. And that's why I gave her a a four this week. Um, But there's a lot, a lot of the other stuff that I did not like this week from Davon. Brent.
0: Uh, so I feel like most of that is BS because I hear what you're saying on the, uh, like, you know, date you think Davon handled it badly because she was like a little, uh, deliberate about whether or not she was going to use the veto or not, but you know, these people, Karen, they're so used to getting their way. If she would have said from the beginning, I'm going to use the veto. They would have been a gas about it and then tried to proceed to change her mind for the next two days. Like, I don't think that really is. I don't think that it is, uh, uh, evidence by the fact that that they would have like been oh like oh she's using the veto I guess there's nothing we can do like oh that's that's that like let's look for a replacement nominee I feel like they would have tried to change her mind for the next two days and then ultimately she wouldn't have given it to them and they'd have been like she never even listened to us like they, she was in a no win situation this week what were we gonna say
1: I I I agree with you to a degree I think that I think they would have tried again but if she if she kept shutting it down they would have eventually stopped you know and then they would have moved on as opposed to because what happened was because what you said is that danny would have not accepted like danny did accept it at first she kind of came away from that initial conversation like davon is almost definitely going to use the veto i need to like and i understand why and i need to get over that fact but then they had another conversation with her she was like well, I, just, I still don't know, and she's like, "Oh, there's a, there's a chance," um, and and so she kept leading him on, and then again yeah. all of the other stuff afterward. Uh, so, like, I, I do agree. I don't think it's black and white. I don't think that like immediately like it like it would have solved all of her problems. I think the, uh, the Cody would have still been upset. Uh, people would have still been upset, but I don't think it would have been as bad um, as it as it ended up being.
0: Well, let me say, uh, as I said last night on RJP, I do not know if I myself could have done what Davon did. Uh, she had literally had almost the entire house coming to her, telling her, do not use the veto. This is bad for you. If you use the veto, if you use the veto, you're going to become a target. You become, you become a threat in the game. You're going to become linked with Kevin. If you use the veto, you have a good place right now. Don't use the veto. Okay. They're all telling her that not only that, the guy that she's saving told her last week, I don't know if I'd use the veto, if I wanted it on you, if I wanted it when you and Bailey were on the block, like he told her that. And then he, Fast forwards to this week, and now he needs her to use the veto on him. And still, she found a way to make the right decision. I am inclined to give her an eight. I'm sorry. I'm going to give her an eight. I'm going to give her an eight. I don't do this very often where I really I, I jump off the entire uh, floor here. But I am so impressed with her. And now let me tell you, the real tea is I wanted to give her a 10. I wanted to give her a 10 because I'm so impressed with her that she gave us the best week in Big Brother history of all-stars since Kaser won the safety suite that I want to give her a 10. But I have enough respect for the stock watch that I did not give her a 10. I gave her an 8.
2: Oh, my God. I changed change her
0: score that much. Y'all are mad. That's fine. <laughs> Be mad. But uh, she deserves it. We're going against the entire house and saying, you know what? I'm going to do what I want to do. And we were thrilled for it. And you know what? She gave us a great show because, you know, we were all on pins and needles for that veto meeting. I I was I'm normally asleep when the veto meeting happens, but I got my ass up to see if she was going to do it at the veto meeting. And And I was so happy. So there's, you know what, this just makes me happy to give her a good score, That's Brent. Like, you, know,
1: you know what just happened is uh, you you just used the veto and the the chat is is yeah. going wild. I was like
2: yes. what? Yeah, I just it's so funny because I literally just saw a comment on Reddit that said like Brent when he like likes the player or whatever and they play badly for, and they're a bad player he says you know what, I gave, I'm i going to give them a four because, you know, I just I really feel like they have some good reads sometimes and I really want them to do well. And then it's a player that you don't like who's doing poorly and you're like, I hate this person. This person gets a one. It's a paddle <laughs> for me. And then if it's a person who you don't like who's playing well, you say... I, they're playing well, but it's so boring. Someone throw a pie in someone's face or something. I need drama. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> and then you know like, what she gave us for drama. Was just like, oh my
2: god, that is literally Melissa. This is her
0: first competition win. Like people were just like Enzo was complaining like five seconds ago that she can't win anything in the HOH competition, and then she comes and kicks his butt in the veto competition. So uh, <sighs> like uh, you know what she deserves this. If, if if nothing else happens, she deserves this. She did. she she she, she did good this week. Thank you, Dave. OK, us some- well,
2: you know what? At least this overshadows my Enzo thing.
0: <laughs> right. So,
2: <laughs> so, you know, everyone look at Brent, look at Brent or this way, I guess. Right.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Um, look, it's, look in the stock watch. You have to watch out for the occasional Brent mine. That's just. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of Not just me,
0: other people. Occasionally, oh occasionally the audience does something crazy. So, it's true. Yeah. It's
1: true. Uh, so well, I can tell you that the audience went with a five for Devon this week, uh, up from their four last week. Um, but, uh, but they did go with a five here um, overall. And I think. Yeah, we don't have That's we don't often on. have
0: that configuration. What's the average? I don't know. Yeah, four
1: plus eight plus four plus five. It's a five. Right. Uh, I was about to get there. I was I was gonna get there in a
0: second. Right. See, if uh, I gave her like, like you guys look at look look at the chart. If I gave her a five, it still would have been a five. Yeah, like, uh, come on. Like it's not that when one person does something, you know, a little bit more in their feelings, uh, it doesn't really change things.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's
0: why there's four of us
1: yeah exactly um so before before you two match, it really didn't change that much um all right let's talk about danny um brent do you have any surprises for
0: us (laughs) with danny uh i do uh well it's not a really surprise i I think she's played atrocious and i'm gonna knock her down i didn't love her last week so i hate her more this week uh i'm gonna give her a four and it really it's more like a 3.5 i i I really want to give her a three i really do I think she's played so bad that she deserves it this week. But by circumstances that are not her doing, she might avoid execution here by most of the house because uh, let's be real, the three black folks were all safe last week. So she she, they, the, 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 the Mayo Alliance has to worry about them going into this week. So they are a little spooked by that and they may not target Danny so quickly. Uh, so she may do okay in the short term, but she doesn't know it, but a house break would actually be to her benefit, I think at this point because she's at the bottom of the totem pole in, in any configuration of the committee. There is nobody in the committee that trusts her. She needs to go with Nicole, Davon, Cody. That needs that some configuration of that to get to the end. But not what is currently in front of her. She's too afraid to make a move. Again, I really want to give her I really want to give her a 3. But I think she's going to survive. So I'm going to wait. I'm going to give her 4 for now.
1: All right. Uh, I also I also went with a four for Danny. Uh, just disastrous HOA train. We talked about it in detail before. Uh, Tyler staying is just bad. on on every front for her um and she's being completely left out of all the future committee plans while uh while also being targeted still by the underdogs so it's really worst of all worlds for her um that she's she spent all week blowing up her own game and while she's looking over here uh memphis and enzo and cody and 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 all these people christmas are working on their end game plans and they don't include her so uh not looking good for danny and i i do think that danny could be a casualty as early as next week though more likely uh the week after next um is uh is a is a possible um place for her to go home
2: yeah Melissa. i agree with everything you guys said and i'm giving her a four as well and like we said i don't think this hoh went really well for her so it's unfortunate
1: yes uh the audience Also, went with a four for just, I I swear, Danny has had the most consistent
2: ratings
1: (laughs) all season long. Uh, I feel like she gets straight numbers like every time. Um, So, there it is straight fours for Danny this week. Um, Let's talk David. Um, David. So, last week I gave David a three. Um, This week I'm going to go up again for David, I'm going to give him a four. Um the reason why I don't think necessarily his gameplay has improved but I do think his position continues to be okay. Um I still feel like his best bet is to continue to survive and then just win comps. Um which if they're physical, he might have a shot. Um he used his power. He saved himself. Awesome. That's exactly what I wanted him to do. He did not own the fact that he used his power and saved himself himself. Mm. Not awesome. Did not love that. Uh, bad David. Um, bad David. <laughs> so I but I, here's what I like. He has a desire to fight in this house. Um, he just doesn't see things clearly enough to know where he needs to fight, which is, I feel like, uh, you know, a common problem with the uh, the underdogs. Um And, uh, and, and I feel like he has an earnestness to him where even if they don't respect him a lot in the jury, uh, this is looking like a very bitter jury. So they may, like, I don't think he's drawing dead in the jury. Um, and I don't think people see him as a threat. So he's kind of in a little bit of that Ian Big Brother 14 spot where all he needs to do is win out from Final Nine. So, uh, if he can do that, David is our winner. Um, Problems with David's game continuing to be here. Uh, he can't even win the trust of his own allies who think he's in a guy's alliance. Um, and his allies who think he's in a guy's alliance, he's not even... He could be if he wanted to, but he doesn't go there. He The, the continued lack of trust in Tyler over the Bailey thing, um, which... Again, like he still thinks that Tyler is the reason that Bailey was targeted um, and he really feels hurt by that. And so he's like actively closing off one of his only options outside of the underdog group. Uh, If he if he was if he tried to work on his connection to Tyler, he's trying to keep Tyler this week, but he's still not even working on that relationship. Uh, If he worked on it, I think Tyler would gladly accept it again, even though Tyler doesn't trust him to keep his mouth shut. um, Tyler needs these uh like tyler needs people um and so i think that that could be a connection that could work out in his in his favor if he bothered to uh to try for it but he still feels so hurt about the bailey thing that he won't do it so it's very annoying in terms of uh you know if i'm rooting for david to do better but uh it's still a four. i still uh i'm a little bit higher on his position than before he's still in here with a it was a good week it was a good week for the underdogs so that's where i'm at melissa
2: Yeah. I mean, there's positives and negatives with David. Um, I think, you know, it's great that he used his power and I feel like it's like, okay, bad. He's on the block and he's really the target. Okay, good. He uses his power bad. He doesn't tell anyone that he uses power and like does this weird thing where he lies to everyone about it or asks them about it and is crying and no one really believes him. And everyone kind of thinks of him as like not trustworthy or like weird after doing that uh which is not great and then it's like so you know he gets to keep his allies you know or allies who don't even trust him that's not good and it's like he's trying to keep Tyler but not working with Tyler and Tyler is going to like target him and i feel like next week he's in danger and he doesn't have his power anymore so it's it's tricky cuz i feel like i kind of want to keep him the same but i think i do see a situation where he survives next week or wins HOH or whatever, like you were saying, and does well. So I I also think that his reads on the house have been a lot better this week. I mean, yeah, sure, there's some like, you know, ones. I do think that like, I mean, in comparison to before, when I was like, I don't see this guy having any reads on the, the house. He's terrible.
1: They're getting I, closer. Like, right.
2: It's like I see them like kind of like. Honing in on this, but it's. Still I mean, it's, a little it's
1: right now. It's literally the entire house against the three of them. So eventually, they're going to have to figure <laughs> it you're out. They're going right? to realize <laughs> it.
2: Yeah. No. Exactly. And so, I I do feel like there, and I and I think that like there has been conversations that make me think that they are starting to see that. And I feel like the second it clicks, where it's like, okay, we're alone. That's when I think it, they'll turn it on. And I think it'll, it'll be better for them. Um, at this point, like they're kind of like, well, I think I may be working with so-and-so or I think so-and-so might have my back. That's not good for them. So um, all that is a long winded way of saying that, like, you know, I'm, I'm going to give David a four this week, but I just, it, it's a low four. I'll say that.
1: Yeah. Brent.
0: Yeah, I gave him a two last week and I'm going to, I'm going to also go up a point. So I'm going to give him a three this week for all the reasons you guys said. Uh, he, he seems to be connecting a little bit more with his house guests. Also, the fact that Dave Vaughn doesn't want his head on a, on a skewer is also a good idea. Like, uh, that, that's, that's good for him that, uh, she does not want him out if she actually won HOH next week, which would be catastrophic for both of them. Uh, so it's a three for me and I continue to see improvement from him. Uh, at least he's learning. Like the boy can be taught. I like that. Keep learning. <laughs> That'd be good.
1: All right. Well, uh, the audience went with a three for David. So they were more on uh, on Brent's side with this mm. one, um, but he's still going to go ov- up overall to a four this week from his three last week. Let's talk Enzo. Melissa, how do you feel about Enzo?
2: Um, I feel really good about Enzo, actually. um, I think that He's in a really good position. It seems like everybody wants to work with him. And whenever he talks to people, he makes them feel like he's on their side. I have noticed that people have started to notice that. um, But even so, I just I don't see a situation where he gets targeted. The one thing I could see is a situation where they think of him as like the ultimate pawn, which he is. But then a situation where it turns around and he ends up going home. For whatever reason. So I could see that. But but overall, I don't see him being targeted anytime soon. Um, so I think he's doing really well. And I'm going to give him a nine.
1: A nine. Brent, how do you feel?
0: Uh, I feel fantastic about Enzo. And I saw the chat uh, talking about this earlier when I, uh, you know, sort of gave it away. But uh, like yeah, Enzo cannot be playing better than he is right now. Mm-hmm. He is absolutely stupendous. He is doing great. Everybody loves him. I will say that the fact that everybody loves him might be an issue, but the fact that like there, there, there's nobody who can do anything about it right now for this week alone, this week in the game, and where he sits insofar as everybody in the house, he's not even anybody's target or backup target. He can totally win a jury vote, and he can win competitions. Honey, I'm going to give him a 10 and feel great Wow.
2: About it. Wait, everybody, is that your first 10, Paddle?
0: No, I gave a 10 to Jackson, of all people, last year. Uh, You gave a 10 to Tyler. uh, I gave a 10 to Tyler as as well, yes. And it's the original uh, season. Yes, exactly. Uh, Like, I feel great about Enzo. I'm so stoked about him. He's just so good. And also, you know what? Enzo doesn't, this really shouldn't have an effect on my score, but it makes me feel better about him. Enzo's, like, a good person. Like, he doesn't get into trouble like the other assholes do. Like, he doesn't say shit that he shouldn't say. He's generally willing to get rid of anybody. Uh, Maybe a few things here and there. If he's, like, you know, in a room with somebody and they say something else, he'll laugh. But, like, overall, like, I I feel like he's just a a good guy. And uh, I I want to see him do well. I think anybody who looks at him in a jury vote will want to see him win. And, uh, wow, I'm just, I'm so psyched. That he's playing this well. I didn't think he had it in him. I really didn't. I was really kind of buying the company line uh, in Big Brother 12 that he was not all that, that, you know, it, that it was Hoffman who was doing everything and Enzo was like, making it look flashy and pretty, but mm-hmm. uh, not so much. Enzo's, Enzo's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. yes
1: um i also feel very good about enzo's uh, position here now he has lost um the the trust of the underdogs um he's still not gonna be a target of theirs but they're they have as as uh, i think melissa mentioned um they have caught on mm-hmm. that like uh that he's mirroring um yeah. that uh, which is that... the
2: most accurate way of explaining what he does because i've yes. noticed that as well like he when someone says something he'll like repeat it back to them but kind of put his like well like layer on it like saying yo or whatever and make it seem like he's totally on board and it's like the cycle everyone comes in sees, does the same thing with them they leave the next person comes in and does the same thing there and they leave and it's, it's a great strategy but if someone catches on it's not as great
1: yes uh Kevin Kevin said that uh uh, that, uh, that 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 uh, Enzo is a master mirror and that Christmas is a master baiter. Um that, uh,
0: that's
1: his description. All right. Um whoops, uh so um so he's uh so he's losing some trust with the underdogs. That's not great. Uh getting pulled into Memphis's endgame plans though is very good for his uh his end game. Here's here's a bit of my problem here. Um He's getting grumpier. He's had a rough week this week. He's like, he literally today, um, he, he was like, I'm not even going out of this room, yo. I'm just staying in bed all day. I just can't take this, yo. Um, and he's sitting in there and he's like, he's reading his letter. Um, and he he literally like, didn't get out of bed today. Um, like, uh, he's, he's, he's like, I don't know what's going on with him, but like his energy has just been low lately. Um, and I feel like he's getting less and less active as time goes on. Like people are pulling him in, but he's really not pushing. He's really not like, uh, like, uh, really actively working super hard. Um, and, and, and he's, he's just like his, his behavior this week has been a little, off to me um, in terms of like his head being in the game. So that's a little bit of of what I'm concerned about. I'm I'm worried that when the game stops being played in his favor, he's not going to be able to grab it and pull it back um and uh, while i do think he's on a good track right now i still feel like he's gonna need to do something um to uh to to slightly change up the uh the path now i'm still at a nine for enzo i still feel good i think that uh like i'm i'm just i'm like, I'm dropping a little bit, but his position has also improved again. So, uh, I'm back up at a nine. That's how I feel. That's it. Come on, yo. That's what I'm saying. Um, but, uh, but I am, I'm, I'm, I'm careful. I'm, I'm watching Enzo because I, I'm, I'm feeling like he might be one of these players where he's in a great spot right now, but I'm not sure he can actively maintain it. Um, so I, I'm just going to keep a careful eye on him in the future. Um, the audience went with an 8 overall for Enzo. Right. That makes
0: me feel better because like, if, I, I wasn't sure what the audience was going to do. like, If you gave uh, Enzo a 10, Taren, then there was a chance that Enzo could average a 10 if the audience gave him a 9. The fact that the audience gave him an 8 means it was never going to happen
1: yes uh not not particularly close to a nine either um it's uh it's tough it's tough to get a nine from the audience they tend to, yeah they got you yeah you got to get an eight from the audience first <laughs> then, uh, <laughs> then you got to climb the ranks uh it's yeah, it, right? the audience doesn't usually jump too quickly um but uh but there it is an eight from the audience a nine overall for enzo let's talk ian let's talk ian um i'll say i i gave Ian a two um yeah. it's 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 painful for me to watch but he just has no pull in this game he died the slow death he was hoping to avoid and he doesn't even know where to campaign this week he's, he's uh, unfortunately never is able to really get a good grasp of what the house dynamics are and what the relationships are and um the only ally he has is nicole and it's too obvious an ally um his connection to tyler might have saved him this week if he wasn't on the block next to Tyler. Um and uh that's that's unfortunate for him. He had a connection to David, he had a connection to Kevin. Neither of those are paying off for him in any way. So, uh he just has nobody there to fight for him and he can't, he is unable to fight for himself. So, uh it's it's a two here for Ian. So,
0: before I give out my score, can I ask what are the rules again about the buyback and so far as the stock watch goes? Uh, do they not come back in at their previous uh Rating, like if Ian comes back into the game, assuming there's a jury buyback, I believe the way we did it was like whatever rating they had left the game with, that was the rating you got, you know, to cash them in for once they're back in the game. Is that not true or so?
1: I don't have, I don't have the, this thing pulled out. I believe what we've decided on with this, this particular formula is if you get evicted, you lose all your shares in the person. If Uh they come back, you can buy him up again. Um, but, uh, but you don't get to keep on to things. So do not buy Ian anticipating a buyback. Uh Um, if he comes back and you feel good about him, you can buy him. Um, and, 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 you know, that'll be fun for you. But, um,
0: okay. Just wondered. Just wondered. Okay. Cool. Uh, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna give him a two as well. Uh, I I feel like that I re- I really do want to give him a one because I'm not impressed with this game at all. But I I I think that he has such a drive within him to want to play. It's really hard for me to give him a one, and he's still he's still trying. He's still he's still fighting. He's trying to figure out. But Karen's right. He doesn't even know where to campaign. He he, he it's sort of like uh, terrible for him because he doesn't know who the bad guys are. It, he's like in a group of people and he doesn't know what, what who caused his demise. He doesn't know that if he knew that, I think he would know what to do. I have it. I have faith that Ian actually would know what to do if he knew who caused his demise. But he doesn't even know that. Uh, so it's a two for me. Melissa.
2: Same here. And I think we kind of we yeah. uh, discussed yeah. Ian to death at the beginning. So, yeah. uh Yeah.
1: Well, uh the audience still higher on Ian than the rest of us. That's might be a season-long thing. They gave him a three this week. Um, so there it is from the audience. Let's talk. Kevin. Kevin! All right. Melissa, where are you um, at with Kevin?
2: With Kevin, I I feel better about him, like in terms of His read on the house and the game, and the fact that he and Day seem to be getting really close. Um, However, I do think he's still a target. I don't think that has changed. Um, But I do have a little bit more faith that he and Davon and David could turn it around, the three of them. So, um, with that, uh, I'm going to give him a four along with them.
1: Yeah, well, I I thought about the four with Kevin. I actually feel like he's probably the most capable of the three underdogs in terms of being a player. Um, But part of that is still kind of leaning on his history. Um, However. He is the biggest target of the three of them right now. Um, He has a lot of people coming for him. I think he is the most likely person to be evicted next week. And because of that, I actually went down a little bit below the other two. And I went with a three for Kevin.
0: Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm going (laughs) to give him a four, but I really want to give him a three. It's sort of like the, the Danny thing. Uh, like, but not obviously in the same way. I, I again, that's the the thing that Taryn said that that was the most salient was the fact that he is the top of the target for almost everybody mm-hmm. in the majority alliance. He really is. Like, it's some combination of I'm going to put up Kevin and Day, Kevin and David. But the one thing that's constant is Kevin. Nicole wants Kevin out. Danny wants Kevin out. Like, uh, e- even with Day using the veto and not apologizing to Danny, Danny still would prefer to Kevin go home at this point. Uh, so. I have to think that he's in trouble if he doesn't win veto or HOH next week. But he did survive this week. And insofar as this week, he did enough to make sure that Day used the veto on him. He wasn't a total asshole. Uh, like He could have lost it here. He could have lost the plot. It would have been very easy for Day in front of all those people who were telling her not to use the veto for him to screw it up and you know do something that caused her not to use the veto on him. In fact, at one point, I think he almost did, but he didn't. So I'm going to give a four and we'll, we'll see what happens next week. I do have faith in his skills, though. And his reads have been right. He did clock uh, what was happening to Ian. And then, of course, not Cody and everybody are getting mad about it because they're like, well, he's clueless. He doesn't know what he's talking about. But he knows exactly what he's talking about. Ian, you're being played for a fool. And Cody's mad about it. So, yeah, I'm inclined to give him a four.
1: All right. Uh, the audience. Hold on. I lost. I lost. The <laughs> I was like, go?
2: wait, wow, the suspense.
1: Where'd they go? The audience gave him a four. Okay. there you go um, okay let's move on to Memphis Brent how do you feel about Memphis
0: I feel great about Memphis but I'm not going to go any higher than a 7 I gave him a 6 last week I'm going to go up a and I'm going to give him a 7 this week uh, I don't feel like most people would come after him he's showing me that he has some end game chops he has something that a lot of people don't have in the game that is patience I think that's very funny because like I don't think I'd have a lot of patience if I played a game like this but then so Enzo. Memphis, I, I almost did the Menzo thing. right? Memphis does, uh, <laughs> right? I think it's very cool, by the way. Did we find out, by the way, does Menzo really mean stupid in Spanish? Yes, if- but only with an S, not a Z. Oh, no. Okay, I see. Well, anyway, Menzo, uh, I would love for that to happen. That would be fun. I actually do have a soft spot for Memphis, just because of my love for Big Brother 10 and Dan. It's really hard for me not to like Memphis, and I obviously like Enzo as well. So, I would love to see them go the distance if it's not going to be somebody like Day or Kevin. So, uh, yeah, seven's good, and things are looking up, kid.
1: Yeah, I also I also went with a seven. Um, I like that he's starting up phase two of his plan. I was planning on dropping him this week because I still didn't know what his what his plan was for the end game, but now I do, and I don't hate it. Um, and it hasn't been ratted out yet. Uh, it seems like it's starting up pretty smoothly so far. Um, his back seems to be getting a little bit better. Week after week, <laughs> right. that's good. Um, his jury chances really aren't as bad as we thought, I think, especially if he's sitting next to somebody like Christmas. And if he's in there again with the final three with her, then chances of getting there with her are a little bit higher. The only problem is that uh, I don't trust that Christmas is actually the person he wants to take to the final two. I think he might actually want to take Enzo, which would not be a good idea. Um, and so that's that's bad news for him. But. But I don't think he's drawing dead with the jury. But at the same time, I also do think he still has an uphill battle, Um, especially because Jackson won last season. Um, And I feel like. You know,
0: (laughs) know. I'm being David,
1: right? You you know what I'm saying? Memphis, (laughs) Jackson, similar build, uh, at least by the end of the game. Um, So it's like, uh, like, I, I feel like people will be remembering that people were like Jackson won, sure, but he wasn't very well liked on the outside. People are talking about Memphis is not really well liked on the outside. Um, if he's sitting next to somebody more palatable, I feel like it's going to be tough for him to beat, but there are a yep. couple of unpalatable people here. So mm-hmm.
2: um, yeah. Yeah. Melissa. Um, yeah. I, I agree with both of you and I, I gave him a seven as well. I think that, you know, he's, I just feel like I say this every week, but like he's in a pretty good spot, surprisingly, like and it's every single week. He's like that when you think you think there's going to be some sort of like the wheels are going to come off at some point. But so far, I mean, the committee has been a thing and it's gone well for him. So I I do think he's in a good position, but I, I don't feel as confident about his ability. Abilities with everybody or his position in the house as I do with like Cody or Enzo, but I do feel good. So I'm going to give him a seven as well.
0: I will say that if this thing, if this thing pans out, I'm willing to give him eight to nine. I really am. I mean,
1: if, if Memphis wins this season and his plans all play out exactly how he intended, <laughs> um, like, uh, kudos to this guy. Cause yeah. that's a masterfully played game. Um, in the meantime though, I'm going to remain, I'm going to take it with a dose of skepticism as we go, um, and uh, and I will I will in the future, if 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 we do if if we're currently doing the finale podcast um, and Memphis is walking out to confetti, um, mm. then uh, then I'm reminding future me to tell current me uh, that you should have had more faith, but right now I don't um the audience (laughs) also gave memphis a seven this week uh again very very close very close but they went with a seven overall um let's move on to nicole franzel um nicole oof nicole last week she got eights from us We felt very good about Nicole. I felt Mm -hmm. very good about Nicole. This week has been such a bad week for Nicole. Mm -hmm. Um, Such a massive blow to lose Ian. Not only that, though, but she spent most of this week unsuccessfully trying to change The fate of Ian, which has kept her distracted while, again, all of the endgame plans are currently being made and she's being left out of them because she's busy trying to campaign to keep Ian, which is keeping her out of all the endgame plans. This is a very vital week for the endgame, as long as the committee stays in power, which is not necessarily going to happen. But if they do, this is the week where Danny and Nicole lost the plot because they were busy with all this Ian stuff and everybody else was making the plans and they missed out. Um, and that is bad for her. She, and on top of that, similar to Danny, she remains a massive target to the underdogs. They're still talking about putting her up as though she's in the core and she's not in the core anymore. Um and it's going to take some serious work to dig herself out of this hole. So, uh that said, she's not as big a target as somebody like Danny. Um and I do think that, you know, day wins, she'll probably keep Nicole off the block. It'll probably be Danny and Cody and Danny will probably leave. She does she probably will have some time to work her way back in and I do have a little bit of faith in her as a player to do so, but this has been a big hit. I went with a six for Nicole.
0: Yeah. Um, Same here. Yeah. Uh, I went with a five. I I really thought this was a really disastrous week for her. And I'm really evaluating more on a week to week basis as I am with Devon. And uh, I, I I really don't like what I'm seeing from her. Like, and and the thing was that the thing that I go back to is the fact that she could have stopped this in its tracks. Mm -hmm. She could have made sure that Danny put up Enzo as the replacement nominee. She could have pushed it hard. to Absolutely not. Ian cannot go up on the block. That is, that cannot happen, Danny. He is ours. We don't want, like, why are we going to do Cody's work for him? But they're both so dictatized by Cody that they let Cody dictate their plans. That is what happened. You know the T. And so I'm going to give her a five.
1: All right. Well, again, Brent, the audience agrees with you on this one. They gave Nicole a five. Oh, this is again, well, of very, course, they're
2: willing to do that. Very yeah, close, very
1: close vote. Uh, it's literally <laughs> it's literally right now a five point four nine. Um, so it's about as close as it gets. Um, but uh, but there it is for Nicole. Um, we can lead off with the audience for Tyler, our final pick here. Um, the audience actually because last week the audience gave Tyler five. They have actually and this is interesting. Tyler on the block has moved up. This week in the audience's estimation. They gave him a six this Mm -hmm. week. Uh Brent, how do you feel about that?
0: I feel even better about that. Uh like I'm I'm only gonna knock off a point for the fact that he's on the block because it's Wednesday. We're less than twenty-four hours to eviction, and he stayed. So I'm gonna give him a seven this week. I'm really impressed with his play. Like, I don't think he had all he had every reason to play bad this week because he played bad last week. That's why I gave him the six last week. But this week he's played so much better to the point where he was definitely coming after Danny. She knew that he was coming after her and somehow he convinced her that he's not mm-hmm. coming after her. And we don't even know that, what the truth is. Like he may actually not come after Danny. He might come after Devon or somebody like that. Uh, he's got most people believing that he's on their side. I think it might even be an eight to zero vote. Devon and company might actually want to keep him in the game. They aren't threatened by Tyler. Again, this shows me this is not an all-star season because of the fact that if it was an all-star season, Tyler would have been out quickly. Like they know what kind of a player he is. And yet somehow he's on the block. He's dead to rights. He didn't win the veto and they're going to keep him over Ian. Are you kidding me? I saw some people in the chat talking about the fact that the majority of people went think, Oh, well we'll take Tyler to final five, final four. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> You're nuts. You're freaking nuts. Yeah,
1: you said to go to like, are, I'm. I can't believe that everyone's voting to keep me.
0: It's just. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. It's, just, it's like you have
2: it. you have him sitting on the block, like perfect position, which is like they couldn't do all of his season. Basically, it was like nobody wanted to put him on the block. Nobody wanted to put him in that position. Now he's finally in that position, and no one wants to vote him out. Like everyone's like, yeah, you know what? We'll do this later. We'll do this again later like no i don't know if you will like you think you will but i don't think so so i mean i'm impressed
1: what do you what do you got rating wise
2: yeah i'm in it. i'm in to i was a five last week and i'm gonna give him a seven this week
1: there you go um i i agree i think that i mean assuming tyler stays this week which is seems very likely and and I think a big thing to consider is that this is a Wednesday not a Tuesday so we can yeah, be a little more sure about the fact that it really does seem like and and it seems like it seemed like this basically since the nomination happened um as far as I'm concerned there are some like very weird outside of the realm like crazy scenarios where like if day david and kevin all do vote to evict tyler and Nicole decides she's going to force a tie to piss off Danny or whatever, and mm-hmm. Enzo decides to like throw a random hinky vote. Then, like you know, eh, <laughs> like it's uh, I I would say I would give it like a less than one percent chance, but it's not like completely locked, but it's much more locked in than we usually do because there's there's no time tomorrow to can to campaign, um, and they're having a party tonight, so um. It's like uh, I I don't know it's, it's not looking very likely that he leaves and assuming he stays he's in a pretty good spot I, nobody's coming for him next week um, and probably nobody will come for him the week after uh, even Danny is talking about targeting Christmas first. Um, Christmas would go before Tyler. And that actually, in a way, makes sense if she thinks that Tyler's not coming for her, which she's wrong about. But in her mind, that makes sense because Christmas is too close to Memphis. um, And they're all kind of, like, still concerned about the Tyler Christmas thing. But they're more concerned with Christmas Memphis because that's what they're seeing. Um, So I like his position. Now, that said, he's he really destroyed his game last week um with with danny with uh, and he's recovered with danny but with davon and david and kevin he really destroyed his game david is never gonna fully work with tyler again in my opinion uh and that's bad for him day day is never gonna fully work with tyler again and that's bad for him and he's so he's locked in with this uh this sort of like big uh crew here uh with the the committee and um and he doesn't have a lot of pull there either his closest person is cody um who has plenty of other people uh his other closest person is christmas who i think lost a bit of trust in him after last week still with him but like she's also got memphis now she's also got enzo a little bit she doesn't really have enzo um (laughs) but he doesn't have as much pull he's basically starting back from where he was in like week three um and he's gonna have to rebuild from here on out uh he's gonna have to make use of the time that he's safe in the coming weeks to really disrupt this end game plan that cody and memphis have um and uh and so he has some work ahead of him so uh, now he's a good player I think he can do that work. But right now I have him. At, I have him at a six um, for uh, for Tyler, um, because I feel like uh, next week he could easily go up for me um, as long as he does well and he starts to rebuild. But uh, but right now he's that work is still ahead of him in my in my the, view.
0: The, the thing that I, just goes through my mind is the fact that uh, I feel like Ian's premonition is going to come true in that. He's going to sit on the block. They're not going to evict him. And then he's going to get to the final two. Like if you don't evict him now, I do feel like he will get to the final two and win. Take your chances now. Get rid of him. They're not going to do it.
1: Yeah. So there you go. Um, I uh, Tyler's going to get a seven overall. Uh, I cannot say I expected that. Um, so that is the stock watch here. For the uh, for the night for the week, um, now the market will be open. Um, the The site usually has a little bit of trouble immediately following the roundtable, but uh, the market will be open until tomorrow at eight PM Eastern when the uh, the live episode starts. Um, you only have one day this time to uh, to get your picks in, so remember that. Um, but uh, I will stream tomorrow on Twitch uh, Twitch TV slash Terrence Armstrong uh, talking about it. Uh, I will occasionally, you know. Tell you not to buy Cody when Cody's a great pick, So what are you going to do <laughs> um, but um but that's what we have um so I don't think the leaderboard has refreshed yet, but i i I can say that uh, that I actually bought Tyler this week um, and here was my reasoning here's my reasoning. I saw the profit potential in Tyler, and I was like, i don't want to miss out on that because i'm so i they talked about they saw lanes they kevin said he saw lanes in the backyard and i was like it's definitely endurance he saw lanes it's gotta be slip and slide and if it's slip and slide cody's gonna win and tyler's gonna be in a good spot and and i'm gonna miss out on the profits if i don't buy tyler and then guess what happened it wasn't a slip and slide i got tricked it was a wall and then of all the people on the wall danny had to win it uh and i was like well <laughs> i'm screwed <laughs> um, I guess not quite as screwed as I thought though uh again i didn't didn't really see a seven coming, but um, you made
0: some profit because uh, he yeah. was a six last week and he was a seven uh discreet. i what
1: happened is I got real lucky that it was a Wednesday and not a Tuesday,
0: yeah, that's fair too
1: <laughs> um but uh yeah, Kevin tricked me. I can't believe I believed Kevin. I should have known yeah, that the know. read Kevin's Kevin always wrong. has the wrong read um but uh yeah what are you what are you gonna do? um all right brent what did you go what did you do this week
0: uh believe it or not uh and i rarely do this because uh, like i'm like, i've told you guys before that i'm always like cognizant of the fact that i have a vote as a part of the panel and i don't want anybody to think i'm trying to rig it for myself um but like i vote i i went all in on davon uh and i wasn't trying because i really wanted to do that, give her a 10 because i didn't change her score by giving her an eight it would have been a five no matter what uh but uh i bought davon so i think i made like a whole dollar <laughs> or uh like I made a little money just like you did I think you made more because he because uh the the way the the way that things go on the stockwatch is we reward good people that get constant good scores over time and and six and above is considered a good score so Tyler had a six last week and he got a seven this week so that's considered you know a bonus for him whereas day was in the negative she had a four last week uh, and then she went up to a, what is neutral in the stockwatch five this week so she made the bare minimum <laughs>
1: All right. Melissa.
0: I think you made more money than me.
1: Hold on. Let me uh this is the leaderboard. Um literally all week long i was like i'm screwed and uh yeah
0: you were telling me going into this you're like i'm screwed i I really
1: thought look look i i thought he was gonna get a six i the you like you (laughs) guys saved my life you gave him sevens Uh, i was i thought for sure there's no way brent gives i'm i'm at a six there's no way brent is at a seven he played really
0: well he really has i mean he like he some again he should be dead to rights here i think the fact that he's such a good player And yet they're not evicting him. And it's probably going to be eight to zero. It's just like boggling to me that no one says to themselves, you know, this guy was amazing in 20. We have to get him out here, but Mm -hmm. they're not doing it. And and I I saw somebody in the chat say, hey, you know, Ian is a winner. And that's true. But like Ian, again, I'm sorry. I'll I'll say it again. It might hurt his feelings, but that's that's how I feel. He won a season that he should not have won in Big Brother 14. That was Dan's season. Ian won because he was sitting next to a bottle of ketchup, in Britney's words, and that's the T. So I ain't all about that. That's the truth.
1: Oh, I did. I did want to say this too. Uh, that I I do not credit like look i think that tyler put himself in a position to stay over ian this week in terms of the relationship he's built over the seasons uh over the season but uh, i definitely credit cody for uh give credit, cody most of the credit here for uh for keeping tyler safe That's this true. week um, um
0: so who was the best buy can we tell who was i believe the best it was bye?
1: cody i believe it was cody so okay. uh, i think esp here and fourth uh with a cody buy had jumped uh, jumped a few lanes here but live continuing to kill it live wow. uh moderator yes. from my twitch channel um yeah, scargate, obviously taking my advice
0: <laughs> right uh scargate i've seen scargate at the top of the uh, leaderboard consistently as well so i, I do want to shout out the people Karen, uh, who, uh, <laughs> who are doing well in the stock watch uh week by week
1: all right uh brent here is uh top 25 percent not bad Oh, um, I didn't
0: know it says that if you, so if yeah. you hover over your number it'll tell you what the percentage you're in
1: exactly Ooh, um with with fancy. with with like over five thousand players uh, it's useful to know uh what percentage <laughs> tier you're in here yeah. um yeah, you went on a day here um you're uh in a about a thousand
0: should have given her a ten <laughs>
1: <laughs> um and Melissa. Uh let's see here. Uh four hundred and twenty nine top ten percent, Melissa. Yay! Whoa
2: guys. Uh, this is a big deal. Um I'm honored and this is a privilege. Looks and like you
1: stayed on Enzo, Tyler, Tyler. and Nicole. Yeah.
2: Yeah. A little, a little but mostly Nicole.
1: Enzo and yeah. Tyler.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yep. I didn't remember what I did, so I'm glad you guys are telling me what I did. <laughs> <laughs> I basically kept it on Enzo and Tyler this whole time and then like thrown like a bone here or there to like one or two people. So mm-hmm. But yeah, I think
1: he is just be be totally consistent. Yeah, Yeah. just not do anything. All right. Uh, So there it is. Uh, That's the leaderboard. You can play on realitystockwatch.com and uh, and check out the leaderboard yourself. Um, All right. That's what we have there. Um, Just a few more things to go through in terms of the survey. Um, I asked you to rate the episodes of Big Brother 22 this week and you decide you said it was a 6.7 overall um much higher than last week up from a 5.1 last week uh the feeds a 6.3 up from a 6.1 this week now let me tell you this i fully believe that the feeds were pretty good this week in terms of all the stuff going on the problem and the reason it's probably not higher than this a higher jump is that the feeds have been cutting like crazy, what is all week up long. with them
0: lately i'm see yeah, I'm sorry, I wanted to bring that up earlier, like it seems like any time we get like some semblance of strategy or any real conversation like any time jury or uh well, what are the other tells like uh things that like it's so dumb that they cut the feeds for all this junk, and then like people are like, oh, well, they're saving it for the episode. We never see it on the episode. What are you talking about?
1: yeah, literally any time Ian ian goes like you know i'm gonna try and quit jury i'm gonna to demand to see my contract feeds uh ian says anything about jury feeds uh or cut cut um anytime people talk about like oh ian confronted danny ian yelled at dan feeds cut uh like uh anything regarding ian seems to be cut oh, dumb. um that uh anytime jury is mentioned the feeds are cut uh there's so many there's so many like topics that if they get brought up, the feeds will cut, and so they just keep going down. And then we've been getting like random, just like outages for hours with no explanation. Um, so it's been, uh, it's been annoying. Um, all right. Uh, how would you rate the season as a whole so far? Last week it was a 4.5, this week up to a 5.1, um, which is still below uh, week four. Rating, but uh, but definitely back up a bit here. Um, Favorite players rank the players from your favorite to your least favorite. Last week, Enzo was on top. We have a prediction this week.
0: Davon Diane Rogers is number one.
1: Correct, Uh, Davon in the top spot, followed by Enzo, followed by Tyler. Tyler, yeah, Tyler, back up. Tyler dropped to. Uh, fifth place behind uh, Ian and Bailey this week. Uh, Tyler is going to obviously Bailey no longer there uh, is going to jump ahead of Ian, who is in fourth place. Um, and then uh, in fifth place, Cody, Cody Califuri. Um There you go. Followed by Kevin, Danny, David, Memphis, Nicole and Christmas at the bottom. There it is um and then i asked about uh the danny stuff how do you feel about the disruptor power twists 68 out of 100 again close close to a passing grid there um huh? people like the disruptor twist
2: i feel like they like it because it was it worked out yeah i feel <laughs> like imagine if it's a situation where like we're about to get like christmas out of the house or something and it's like all of a sudden, she's just like, "Yeah, no, you're not doing that."
1: Yeah. If anybody, if Christmas had been, yeah, if Christmas had been the one to have this power, yeah, um, and she used it to save Tyler from Danny's attack, or you know what I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then all of
2: a sudden, it's like, oh, Davon and uh, like Kevin are all black, yeah. The block. yeah
1: which is the more likely scenario from the C because the majority had a better chance of winning mm-hmm. the power.
2: Um, all right. I did like the competition to get the powers. I thought it was funny to watch. And I thought that like, I liked that there really wasn't like any skill involved. Right. <laughs> I liked that. It was just like totally random. Like if you find, happen to find the right shape and then like bring it to the right place, it could have been literally anyone. And I think that that's kind of cool. And also I liked the idea that like, you could possibly figure out who won the power by just standing near the person when they plugged it in, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I I mean, and that is thing. That is what happened. So I I do think that that's kind of fun because like you're not, it's not just some secret thing and no one has any idea. There are some people who could have found out about each of them. So I I will say
0: uh, we were talking about the feed outages, Taryn, but the feeds came back about uh, five, 10 minutes ago. And uh, Tyler and David are currently in the love room. Uh, having it out a little bit. Yeah, uh, I've heard, I've heard
1: it's an argument. I've heard it's a like stern talk.
0: Mhm. Yeah. So uh Tyler's uh, giving David the business. I uh, like uh you know, what are you doing, man? You voting for me or not? And uh, I will say that I agree with somebody I can't remember, I give credit to them on Twitter who said that uh David should realize that only somebody with the votes uh would act as cocky. Uh <laughs> cuz uh Tyler's pretty cocky in this conversation and uh <laughs> he he knows he's saying Tyler is desperate um, joseph what are you talking
1: well about? see the, here's here's the here's the uh, i'm 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 looking briefly and i'm this is assuming what the argument is that because again like i said david's still David is of the belief that he like he feels guilty because he thinks that I was working with Tyler, and I tried to convince Bailey that she could trust Tyler, and all the while Tyler was manipulating me. In using me to 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 neutralize Bailey. And the whole time he was secretly putting a target on her back, trying to get her evicted, um, which is is not the case. Um, but that's what he thinks. And so he's I'm assuming kind of talking about that. And Tyler's probably being like worse. <laughs> like, uh, that's not what it was happening. So but like, uh, but Bailey told him he admitted to me that this is what he did. So uh, he feels like Tyler's lying
0: yeah um, uh daryl says it's uh it's it's a dead ass an argument tyler's raising his voice and dropping f-bombs so and oh boy then, you know we'll see right, i'll go back and see it once uh they get off here.
1: um yeah i
2: know i'm like i want to see what's going on
1: <laughs> i mean they definitely talked about bailey so i'm assuming that's part of it um, Yeah, no, it's definitely, but, uh, definitely
0: part of it was about bailey
1: yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Uh we'll we'll get through this so you guys can jump onto the feeds here. Um so uh I asked who do you want to win HOH next week? Fifty one percent say Davon. Mm-hmm. Uh followed by thirteen percent say Tyler. Um and then Kevin and David following behind uh after that. Um who do you want to be evicted this week? You guys have a guess here.
0: I think they want Tyler evicted. He's always got his way. Ian hasn't had any power in the game, so I think most people would want Tyler evicted, but Tyler's more popular than Ian. I think it's gonna be Tyler by like uh 60-40. Melissa I
2: think I think Tyler. I think people want Ian to stay.
1: It's actually Ian by 50 to 49.
2: <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. Well, yeah, it's so I mean I feel the same way. I'm like you asked me one minute, and I'm like, I want Ian to stay. And you asked me another minute, and I'm like, oh, I want Tyler to stay. So I'm really torn. Either way, it's not a great result. I think I I would have liked them both to stay, to be honest. So whatever, I just have to give it up. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: uh, it's a very, very, very close vote there. Um, all right, that's that's that. Um, that's what we have for you this week. Uh, interesting week. We've got some interesting things moving forward strategically. Um, I I like this sort of like three faction setup. I think that we can see some potentially interesting things moving forward from here. Um, Melissa, any final thoughts?
2: Mm, I'm excited to see how this goes and who's the next Hoh. I feel like I could see a variety of different things happening. I don't think, at least I hope. I don't. I hope it's not, and I don't think it is. So set that next week, David, Davon, or Kevin will be leaving. Like, I think there are ways around it. I think people might start looking inward um, because I think they're going to recognize that you need votes. Like, if you're going to turn against someone in your alliance, you're going to have to have people there to back you up. And I could see a situation where something like that happens and it's a fun week. Um, We shall see because, you know, who knows? It could just be what they're saying is we're riding this like, you know, committee to the final six and then we'll turn in each other. I don't know, but you know, we'll just have to see.
1: Yes. Uh, when, when can we expect a drunk history of this Tyler David fight
2: <laughs> tomorrow? No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> the next one coming up is uh dance funeral. That one's already filmed. I just have to edit it. But yes, you if go. you haven't already seen my drunk history, go check it out. It's pretty funny uh it was fun to do uh and also not so fun so uh i hope you guys like it because you know i suffered for you
1: (laughs) uh surely you can do them without actually like uh it's not nearly
2: as fun it is not nearly as fun did you
1: at least like knock out a couple in one go
2: i did that's why dance funeral is already finished because and that's the thing is i don't think dance funeral is as funny just because i did i did the storytelling for Dan's funeral first, and then did the storytelling for Keisha's birthday second. And so the Keisha's birthday one was a little crazier. Um, Dan's birthday or Dan's funeral, Dan's I was still birthday. a little Dan's birthday funeral. Um, I was a little bit more normal, so uh, I don't think it's as funny personally, but it is still fun. Like the costumes are funny, and you know, hopefully people still like it. Uh,
1: I I'm sure I'm sure people will. Uh, the first one is great. Brent, <laughs> any final thoughts?
0: uh no i'm i'm really we say this all the time uh i'm we're due we're due for a good hoh this week we haven't had one yet even danny was not a good hoh it took a power and a veto to get things to go the way we wanted it to go most of us wanted it to go uh so uh come on kevin david can you please win hoh i don't really want davon to win hoh i mean although i would take it because if davon wins hoh then after she won the veto and then she wins hoh like they're definitely gonna want to get rid of her but if she, like, stays in the background and somebody like Kevin or David wins HOH, then I feel like she's really set up for the long haul. So
1: Could work. Yeah. Could work. Uh, all right. That's what we have for you tonight. Uh, very fun. I, I, I wish we could always I, I much, per, personally, I prefer this schedule. I like the episode. I like the veto on Tuesday. I like having a day in between. I think this is a better time for the round table because we're closer to the eviction. Mm-hmm. I like that, too. Um, uh, I wish they did this all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell them, tell them Taryn. Don't you, don't you have an in with CBS?
1: Look, they always listen to me. Yeah. So
2: Always, always.
1: Yeah. Um, so thank you guys so much for joining us here on a Wednesday night. Of course, again, go to realitystockwatch.com. Make your make sure you get your, your buys yeah, you only have a day. and your sells in. Less than a
0: day. Yes. Yeah.
1: Uh, I will be on Twitch tomorrow. Uh, to talk about the stock watch twitch.tv slash Taron Armstrong I will also be live tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern to update you on everything that happened today and what is happening tonight on the Big Brother 22 live feeds and tomorrow night we will be live to recap the live eviction episode where we will very likely see Ian depart as the first juror uh, of the game so we'll have to uh, wait and see about that Um, in the meantime thank you so much for joining us you can find rent on twitter at one lucky gay you can find melissa at it's melissa three a's and of course i'm on twitter at armstrong and if you want to fill out the survey that we use for this podcast you can find it there the morning of or the afternoon of the uh the podcast um on twitter at armstrong and thanks again for joining us see you next time